Blog Talk Radio. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on The Bottom Line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. Oh 
Given what most Americans believe, the next statement may be more shocking than any previous. The fact is, the United States is not a country, but a corporation contractually created by the Constitution. Your state is a country, per the law, and your original citizenship is of that country. Our founders instituted themselves to be first and foremost citizens of their respective states, as of 1787, those states already had formed a union, and they created the Constitution for the purpose of perfecting that union in forming a national government. They did not intend that the new nation have any jurisdiction or powers over the states or their citizens that were not specifically enumerated in the Constitution. They stated this point quite clearly in Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17 of the Constitution. They granted the United States exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over such district not exceeding 10 miles square as may become the seat of the government of the United States, our District of Columbia, and to exercise authority over all places purchased by the consent of the states. And that is all. The framers further secured the rights of the people with the Ninth and Tenth Amendments in the Bill of Rights. In the Ninth, they established that the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. And in the Tenth, they made clear that the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively, or to the people. The only way the federal government can have any jurisdiction beyond these constitutional clauses is by written permission or contract. Which leads us to another piece of the puzzle, the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, 
ratified in 1868 following the Civil War. As barbaric as it may sound today, the black slaves, prior to the conclusion of the Civil War, were legally considered to be property, with none of the rights or privileges of free-born people, only duties. The money interests took advantage of America's desire to free the slaves, and found a way to use the swiftly adopted post-war constitutional amendments to enslave all of the people. The deceit is in the wording of both the 13th and 14th Amendments. You will note that the 13th Amendment provides that neither slavery nor involuntary servitude shall exist within the United States. But why the emphasis on involuntary servitude? Isn't it the same thing as slavery? Sure it is. But they had to mention the concept of involuntary servitude because they wished to retain another type of slavery, voluntary servitude. Voluntary servitude is an ancient and established concept. It was the way serfs became subjects to their lords during feudal times in England and other European countries. It was a way for free men to earn a living at a time when all property was held by a select few, and thus anyone who wanted to farm and support their family had first to agree to be subject to a lord of the land. Our forefathers hated this concept and designed our Constitution to exclude titles of nobility, making all Americans sovereign. The 14th Amendment turned the intention of the founders on its ear by making voluntary servitude a requirement for former slaves to gain the rights already guaranteed to free-born United States citizens. When the slaves were released from their involuntary servitude following the war, their status was changed from that of being property to that of being a person. But being a person still entitled them to none of the rights associated with citizenship. So the 14th Amendment ostensibly was written to provide the former slaves with the same constitutional rights of freeborn American citizens, but only if they agreed first to become subject to the jurisdiction of the corporate United States, making oneself paramountly, that is, first subject to the jurisdiction of the laws of the United States, however, limits access to parts of the Bill of Rights, as we'll explain in a moment. But first remember, anyone who voluntarily subjects himself to the laws or jurisdiction of another is, in every way, obligated to abide by the terms of any contracts or laws established by whomever establishes the rules of the contract. In simple terms, this meant that the former slaves became subjects first to the United States and secondly to the state in which they lived. They had no sovereignty whatsoever. This status had never existed in the United States prior to that time. The 14th Amendment created a new class of citizenship in the United States, a second-class citizenship. Up until 1868, every American was a paramount citizen of their state, and by virtue of that, also a citizen of the United States, with full individual sovereignty as guaranteed by Amendments 9 and 10 in the Bill of Rights. But so-called naturalized citizens, or 14th Amendment citizens, are paramountly subject to all laws of the United States, and, having no status as freeborn citizens, have no access at all to the unenumerated rights retained for the people by Articles 9 and 10 of the Bill of Rights. That's because, in order to get any rights at all, they had to subject themselves to the jurisdiction of the corporate United States, 
which left them no unenumerated rights. The only rights they had were those specifically written into the Constitution. The sad tragedy of America today is that all U.S. citizens, regardless of race, are now 14th Amendment slaves due to contracts with the government of the United States through Social Security, birth certificates, driving licenses, citizenship statements, tax forms, and many other documents. The true paramount citizenship that all Americans deserve is that of their respective state, which is a sovereign citizenship. Such status would exempt them from federal and state income taxes, as well as property and inheritance taxes. This sovereign citizenship was the status held by our forefathers. Now, if you're still thinking that the U.S. government needs to have a central bank and collect income tax or it will collapse, think again. Over two-thirds of the federal government's income is derived from sources other than income tax. There is even evidence suggesting that none of your income tax is used by the government. Fees, excise taxes, tariffs, sales taxes, and other forms of income have easily supported the U.S. budget in the past and could easily support it now. We have done without a national bank for large stretches of our history, and the U.S. Treasury is perfectly capable of printing and managing a money supply. In fact, the only constitutionally sanctioned currency is backed by gold or other precious metals. This is a far more stable form of currency and is the type of money the Treasury was designed to handle. The government was doing so well collecting money under these original laws that it had amassed a huge surplus by the time this cartoon was penned a hundred years later in 1887, when there still was no income tax collected at all. Up to this point, we have shown you how the money interests have, one, established the Federal Reserve System, and two, exploited a second class of citizenship created by the 14th Amendment for other purposes. And we have mentioned a few names involved in the creation of the Fed. But there are other organizations working for our economic enslavement as well, along with other extremely rich and powerful international bankers. Those who support the Fed have created a global movement to centralize economic power in various puppet organizations that preach peace and stability through some variation of socialism, but act aggressively to draw nations into a web of foreign debt and servitude to their agenda. The United Nations, the World Monetary Fund, and the Council on Foreign Relations are all committed to an agenda of world domination through manipulation of economic power. The Council on Foreign Relations openly admits to being a private club, yet it is the primary recruiting post in both international banking and the federal government of the United States. Richard Nixon, Nelson Rockefeller, John Foster Dulles, Dean Rusk, Alger Hiss, Robert S. McNamara, and every president since FDR, with the exception of John Kennedy, have been members of this exclusive club where super financiers and your elected representatives can mix freely and plan the next step in the consolidation of power in a new world order.
You know, happiness is a dimension of our own nature. Happiness, from a spiritual point of view, is not based on conditions or circumstances. Innately, we're happy beings. We're spiritual beings. So that means that happiness and joy are already built within. And as we're growing spiritually, we are removing filters from seeing or feeling the happiness that's already there. When we're somewhat blocked, happiness is conditioned. We say, well, I got a new car, therefore I'm happy. Or this person didn't call me back, therefore I'm unhappy. And so it's conditioned-based. But as we mature spiritually and we begin to touch into our real nature and being, we notice that we're happy regardless of what's going on. Something bad happens, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. Uh, someone doesn't call us back, some plan doesn't work out, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. So that's a sign of spiritual maturity. So can we define happiness as the way to transform every emotion and transform it in, to feel something right? Yes, you, you can uh, basically, you, you discover your happiness when you're able to see that in every circumstance there is possibility, there's potential, and there's an energy behind it pushing you to a greater expression of, of, of who and what you really are. People become frustrated and unhappy if they feel there's no way out, if they feel that every road is blocked. But in reality, with a capital R, there's no such world. No world like that exists. We're surrounded by infinite possibilities. And so with a shift of perception and attitude, you begin to see those possibilities. And those possibilities uh, invite us uh, to activate potential within us. Uh, the gifts and talents within us that are latent, the possibilities invite us to activate, to discover and activate those, those possibilities. So again, then happiness would be us uh, becoming more ourselves. That'd be a very blissful state, you see. So it doesn't deny that bad things happen in the world. It doesn't deny that people die. People die on us. You know, people leave. Jobs change. It doesn't deny that. But when we come to an understanding that even with all the changes that are going on in the phenomenal world, there's still something about us that's permanent. There's something about us that's forever. And that part of us that's forever is spiritual, which means it never... It never began and it will never end. And as we become more and more identified with that, identified not just in, with a belief system, but identified that with some kind of spiritual practice, some kind of focus, some kind of intention, then our life takes on a whole different, a whole different vibration. How we can overcome the fear of rejection? Rejection is paying too much attention. The fear of rejection is paying too much attention to what other people are thinking about you and other, what other people are thinking about what you're thinking about. And people live in that kind of a bubble. I wonder if that person likes me. I wonder if this person appreciates me. And those are, uh, that's the wrong mode of being in the world. You have to think about what the universe thinks about you. And the universe thinks you're important. The, the, whatever name you want to use, you can say the universe, you can say the cosmos, you can say God, whatever. What, what, is, what does the universe think of you? And because you were created, you have meaning, you are important, you're worthy, you're worthwhile, because you weren't made accidentally. You weren't just accidentally made. Uh, nature didn't just come together and accidentally make you, you know. 
there was a perfect idea behind you with c complete potential and possibility uh, to be activated. So you have to begin to think about, we all have to begin to think about, how does the universe think about me? Not how does that person over there think about me? Not how those group of people over there think about me. That's a waste of my time. Then I start to people please. I start to do things to make them like me, and, and, which may take away from my mission, may take away from my authenticity. It may take away from making my powers because I'm thinking about what they're thinking about. And they're thinking about what I'm thinking about. Everybody's thinking about what other people are thinking about what they're thinking about. <laughs> no. And what difference do you, do you see between pay attention to others yes. and learn from feedback of others? Yeah. yeah, you can learn from feedback. From others. I'm not overly concerned about what others are thinking about me because um, I'm living my passion and my purpose and my intention and then life gives me feedback. If, if I'm being stubborn in some area then, then, then there'll be some feedback from either life itself or from people. If, if I'm being arrogant you'll get the feedback. If you're being wishy-washy you get the feedback. So you learn how to pay attention. And, you know, as, you, as you mature and become more comfortable with yourself, you're able to take criticism. And what happens is uh, you start paying, uh, you start seeing, what, what, what they're called the two imposters, criticism and praise. There are people that praise you and people that criticize you. But after a while, you don't really care about either one of them. They're called imposters. And so if somebody's criticizing you and saying, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, you know, shut up, whatever, <laughs> you, 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 you don't care. It's like, thank you for your feedback, <laughs> you know. And if somebody says, oh, you're the greatest, you're the greatest, you, 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 you're the best. You say, thank you, for your, thank you for your feedback. You start treating both the same because you're not trying to get something from the people. You're giving a gift to the people. You're getting your information and your energy directly from the life force, you see. You're getting fed by life. Life is giving you information and you're sharing it. And if people don't want it, and they say, ah, it's a bunch of baloney, thank you. I won't give it to you, you know. And if somebody says, I want it, thank you. Here it is. But after a while, praise and criticism, you don't really care because you're, you're, you're becoming so in tune inside of yourself. Yeah. It's, like, it's like if you are a mathematician and you know that 10 plus 10 is 20. You know it. It's not an opinion. You know it. And you stand in front of a group. And you start to do your math, and somebody says, I don't believe that. What are you going to do? You're going to say, okay, thank you. You know, you know 10 plus 10 is 20. You say, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Good example. They're giving you feedback where you need to grow. Because when you get out here as a public figure, people talk about you. If you do really good, they talk about you more. You yeah. do really, really good, they talk about you really, really more. It, yeah. it goes with scale. And then you learn this. Um, mediocrity attacks excellence all the time. And so if you're seeking to live a, an excellent life, those who are, have agreement with mediocrity, they attack you because you're making them uncomfortable. They want to stay small, so they attack people who are trying to do big things. Let's talk about the law of attraction. According to you, how we can use the law of attraction? Well, the, the basic, first start with the basics. The basic law is what you chronically think about is what you bring about in your experience. A thought is a unit of mental energy. Energy can never be created or destroyed. Energy just keeps changing itself into higher or lower expressions. 
So if you're constantly thinking negative, you know, uh, life is hard and, and then you die. There's not enough good jobs around. Uh, there's no... Decrease Yeah, there's everything is working. Then you, your, your body temple gets that message. The cells of your, of your body begin to hear that. It starts to produce, produce toxic chemicals. Your immune system starts to become unhinged, starts to be, be impaired. Your thinking starts to go down because of the toxic chemicals. And you start to bring about what you're thinking about. You become sick, uh, not as much energy, so therefore your opportunities are depleted. Uh, your energy is down, critical thinking goes down. And then you start to bring about that negativity that you're describing. But you change it around and you begin to say, you know, I'm surrounded by opportunities. Life is good. Everything is working together for my good. I, 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 I'm surrounded by infinite opportunities. Uh, prosperity is right here. And then what happens? When you start to say that, your mood is lifted. Tonic chemicals and endorphins start to go through the body. starts to amplify your immune system. Your thinking becomes more clearer. You start to see life differently. Opportunities, you start to see opportunities that you couldn't see before. Possibilities open up that you didn't even know about because your attitude has changed. And what looks like the law of attraction is simply you lifting your vibration so that you can see the potential that's here. And then we call it the law of attraction, but what it really is, I call it the law of, the law of radiation, the law of emergence. Because what you're doing is allowing that which is within you to come out and, and to radiate and to emerge and to express. And then in the physical form, good things happen. And it looks like it's a, you're attracting it, but what's really happening is you're radiating it. And what you're radiating is becoming visible. Why they mad cause I'm on fire and they ain't lit yet What's that, what's that? 
Here go some more speculation. Here go. I took that money, went bought me some guns. I like the bitch up like it's Vegas. Keyboard killer, tough on Twitter. Making posts, giving statements. Twitter. Niggas full of guns, PlayStation. Can't kill me, I'm a Jason. Yeah, go fed, Mason. Federal. Lock like dreads, Haitian. Haitian. You want my place? Take it. Take it. Get hit with the drum, Katie. You ain't my partner, nigga. Only hang around up a solid nigga. Say they won't smoke, but when you see them, they none toxic, nigga. Ain't no pimp, but get your hoe. Before I knock a nigga. These little hitters wanna shoot through a movie album, drop a nigga. Draco, Draco, hit him, nigga, splat. Turn him in a play, don't lay him flat. Drifting in the outer with the hat. Riding with it on me, never let any else. About what? Well, I got big fat. Big fat, big fat. You went about it the wrong way, so we can't fix it. I'm so scratched, she mad at you. So she come fuck me, forget back. Uh, uh. Next time you bring me up, just make sure you stay big fat. Tell the truth. Big fat, big fat, big fat, big fat. Big fat, big fat, big fat, big fat. Trying to shatter me with lies, I ain't with that. Tell the truth. Big fat, big fat, big fat, big fat, big fat, big fat. Real big fat. Why they mad? Cause I'm on fire and they ain't lit yet. What's that, what's that? And it's big fat, big one. Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. Another picture. Look at the so-called Egyptian, the African, Kemet, and his and her culture. Laced with gold. Laced with silver and precious stones. The point I'm making is that you're from a rich culture, a rich past. Somehow we have bought into a shoebox full of fallacies, and one of them is that it's all right to be poor. Whenever you see people prospering, always rejoice and bless them in your heart. Always do that. And you see, you magnetize yourself for that good when you bless other people. But you know, if you have a jealous spirit, oh, look at that. Why should they have that when I've got so little? Yeah, because you, you work, you operate your mouth against yourself. That's why. There's a verse of scripture also said, that says, Thou art ensnared by the words of thy mouth. You know, the mouth can be a dangerous thing until you learn how to operate it positively. <laughs> Some people are like a prosecuting attorney against themselves. Every time you think of something good, you talk yourself out of it. Yeah, but I know, I just know, I, I sure wish. No, but I can't. But oh, I sh- Lord, I sure wish. Thou art ensnared by the words of thy mouth. Don't do that. That, that stems from your grand perennial groups and, and my perennial groups. 
remarks that I heard so persistently was that all I want is just enough to get back. And then the ones that my generation used was, how's it going, man? I made it. I made it. Now, that's another thing, and I want to warn you about this. You know, a lot of people are good at visualizing things for other people. Yeah, that's for Rockefeller. <laughs> that's for those rich people. You'll pass by those mansions in Bel Air and Beverly Hills that look, this is where the rich people live. Look, look at that. That's for them. And you're really telling yourself, well, that's for them. I see them with it, but I don't see myself with it. Making what? <laughs> the standstill syndrome of hold on has been the banner of black America since we were imprisoned in this country and culture. Survival was of the utmost importance. Just to live through was the theme of survival for the captured Africa. Okay, if you can see it for other people, why can't you see it for yourself? I taught people to do this. Here's a little technique. That whenever you see people being, doing, and having good, always be glad for them. Always rejoice for them. And, you know, say good things about them in your mind. I said, look at that old rich so-and-so. The Bible says, curse not the rich. Reverend Ike says, if you curse the rich, you'll never be one of us. <laughs> <laughs> it became a fixed mechanism in the pseudo-culture that the African was developing in this, quote, foreign land, unquote. How to survive, the need to survive, the whole syndrome of survival is a slave mentality syndrome. I remember some years ago, I uh, drove up to our place up in the mountains in, in Monterey overlooking the, the ocean, and my custodian at that time was a very fine gentleman who met me outside, and he saw that brand new mink, silver, gray, and blue Rolls Royce Corniche. And he said to me, he said, oh, Reverend Ike, he said, I saw this car in my visualization the other day. <laughs> I say, yeah, but you made one mistake. You didn't see yourself with it. <laughs> so I got it. Prosperity is the correct concept for the African, where most of the wealth of the planet has been drawn from. Most of the gold most of the silver, most of the diamonds, rubies, emeralds, pearls, Africa, that says the land from which we adhere is a rich land, a land flowing with milk and honey, that God's so-called chosen were sent to that land as a promised land. And when you decide it, you've got to do what? Believe it. Another picture. Look at the so-called Egyptian, the African, 
of Kemet and his and her culture laced with gold, laced with silver and precious stones. The point I'm making is that you're from a rich culture, a rich past. It's back here, the idea to be rich, to be prosperous, to be well-to-do. Okay? The illusion of poverty is just that. It is an illusion. In this teaching, that would indicate, yes, law, meaning that you have an affirmative attitude toward the law which works to bring you to the demonstration of the good that you believe. In this cycle we are in of high dispensation that includes wealth. You're supposed to get back something. Surely God is able. Say that. Say it again. The third time. And I like to make it so very personal and say it this way. Surely God in me is able. Say it again. Spiritual prosperity includes material prosperity. It includes mental prosperity. It doesn't exclude anything. The masters who presented themselves to a given people renounced material materiality because they were demonstrating spirituality. They didn't need to harness and stack up anything. They could have anything they wanted when they wanted it. When you believe Nothing is impossible. So you got to believe. That's real prosperity consciousness. To have what you need and want when you need it and when you want it. It is not having a large bank account. Because the bank owner might go off with your money. <laughs> In your consciousness. That's where prosperity is. See it! Let's hear it! See it! This deals with visualization. We're not listening to whom we're supposed to be listening to. We're listening to the things that worry and trouble us. The things that confuse us. Occupy much of our minds. There's an answer for every question. There's a solution to every problem. Where is it? Inside. It is important that you learn how to work in the theater of your mind. And I want to leave that term with you. Say, the theater of my mind. There's no more God out here than there is in there. Now, I'm going to tell you something important because, see, somehow we don't think we're supposed to get rich unless we work and save our money. And that's a practical, good way to do so. And, and I'm not going to knock that. You know, you know it, 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 
much as I dislike eight hours a day, <laughs> it's practical and it's significant and it gives a, a sense of purpose and direction. Wealth is given. It is not earned. I now enter into the theater of my mind and look upon the stage of my imagination. Then you've got it set there. And, you, and then I will say, I see myself. And then you describe yourself as you wish to be. So repeat this after me. I now look upon, I now enter the theater of my mind. And look upon the stage of my imagination. And I see myself as I wish to be. While we sit here, somebody's getting rich. And I want you to think about that instead of somebody tricking you out of your check. Money is an idea. How many ideas can you contain? What is it that brings you your good? Oh, there I am. Look how healthy I am. Look how happy I am. Listen to the way I'm laughing. I'm just the exact weight that I want to be. Look at that. My dimensions are as I would have them to be. Just look at me. And look at all that money around. What are you passionate about? What is it that you really love with all your feelings? Can you transfer that to money? Yes, you can, if you want to. So learn how to see yourself being, doing, and having the good that you desire. Enter the theater of your mind. Look upon the stage of your imagination and see yourself. And it's important that you see yourself being, doing, and having the good that you desire. Systematically, this man kept trying to destroy everything that something was giving him. He was doing it to himself, not the white boy. He was doing it to himself. Very good. The power of the word, spoken word. And we need to control that faculty. Huh? Because we take words and throw them like daggers. And they get results. Yes, you got to see it. You remember Flip Wilson, the comic, who used to say, what you see is what you get. That's true. And the man who said to me, well, Reverend, I got saw this Rolls Royce carnation in my visualization. He made the mistake. He didn't see himself with it. So, also when you see people with good, always say also, and when you pass those sign homes, sign cars, people are looking good, say, that's for me. Let me hear you say it. That's for me. Say it again. That's for me. See, bless it, bless them, and say, that's for me. That means that you include yourself in that idea of good.
Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages on Evolution Radio. There is no mystery God. Absolutely no mystery God. There is no God in the sky and there is no devil under the ground. Heaven is not in the sky and hell is not under the ground. Heaven and hell are conditions of the mind, states of existence, and states of being. So Jesus told us to stop looking for heaven in the sky. He said the kingdom of heaven is within you. And that we are the temples of the living God. That the living God lives in our temple and he does not inhabit the sky, but he inhabits the higher realms of the heavens, of the realm of the secret innermost chamber of the subconscious chamber of the soul of man and woman. And this power bursts forth and emanates forth from him to set in motion a universal order based on principle and law. All of this set in motion by a divine power and a divine force that never dies. It's constant. It just changes forms. God is in man. Can't be in any man. He's got to be in the original man. Because if God is the first and everything comes from Him, then He can't wait for anything else. He brings everything else into existence. There could be no white man if there were no black man. It is biologically and genetically impossible for the recessive white man to produce the dominant yellow baby. Biologically and genetically impossible for the recessive yellow man and woman to produce the dominant brown baby. Biologically and genetically impossible for the recessive brown man and woman to produce the dominant black baby. But that black man and his woman, the father and the mother of it all, can produce black, can produce brown, can produce red, can produce yellow. And if the seed runs wild or mutates in the womb of the black woman can even produce an albino, something which is whiter than white, 180 degrees in either direction. Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet, the new Evolution Radio Network. Back at it again. Yeah, I told my niggas quit playing, let's run up the end. Yeah, I hopping some fast through the dash, I'm gone with the wind. Yeah, I rolling up blocks back to back in the big bang back beans. Yeah, this money got me in the trance, I'm going in, pocket full of bitch of men. Everybody watching him, he ballin' again. Damn, God broke the rim. Better put that shit on film, bitch. I got skill. Young nigga flexing no gym. Don't give a fuck how you feel, you know what it is. Uh, yeah. Everybody cut so cut. Everybody on go mode. Whole gang gon' go go. Got ain't like Rumbo. Yeah. Big K's they jumbo. Uh, them things hold hunchos. Yeah. Back at it again. Uh, my new bitch is 10 and 
she ain't got no friends But she pop a little pills And I crack all these pills So I cannot trill Uh, codeine what I sip Yup, ain't shit changed Still keep that thing right here up on my hip Yup, I just be the case I got caught round round with them things in my whip Yup, uh, nigga I was sticked up Yeah, plenty sticks Yup, uh, they legit But, uh, you know how to act When they see us Damn uh, yeah, fuck 12, uh, yeah, fuck jail Hold it down, never tell If you can, make that bail Pocket swell, goddamn I been getting it, can't you tell Hell yeah, I'm a player Still ain't built to him a layer Yeah, bitch, I'm from South Memphis All we know is drugs and killing I forgot to mention pimping Thank God I came out some trenches Yeah, it's one hell of a feeling When you turn pennies to millions Back at it again. Yeah, I told my niggas quit playing. Let's run up the M. Yeah, I hop in some fast through the dash. I'm gone with the wind. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm rolling up blow back to back in the big baby green. Uh, uh, in the back, or the Maybach. Uh, back at it again. Yeah, I told my niggas quit playing. Let's run up the M. Yeah, I hop in some fast through the dash. I'm gone with the wind. Uh, yeah, I'm rolling up, blow back to back in the big yeah. baby green. Do the rich people cringe and say, don't tell them that, Robert? Yes, yes, yes. Don't tell people what, they, what you know. Right. Keep them poor. The moment I pay you, you think like an employee. The moment you accept the paycheck, your brain goes dead. That's the trap. Entrepreneurs work for free. As long as you're hungry, you'll think. The school system was designed to teach you to be an employee or a doctor or a lawyer, a specialist, but never about money. The poor will always be amongst us because it starts up here. It's, it's in their words, you know, and the words become flesh. But when they say, I can't afford it or I can't do that, they go down. They become what they say. And I made so many people, I, don't, I can't afford it, you think I made of money? My PhD dad, he says, what do you think I am, made of money? I can't afford that. And my rich dad would say, that's why he's poor. Poor people say, I can't afford it, I can't do that, I don't have time. Because this is an escape. It's an escape, you know what I mean? It's easy to say, I can't afford it. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I can't go to the gym. You know, when you could go to the gym, no, I can't. Truth is, I'm just too lazy to go to the gym. And your rich dad used to say what instead of, I can't afford it? How can I afford it? How can I do that? A question opens a mind, a statement closes the mind. So when you say, I can't afford it, your mind shuts down and you become what you say. People right now who are sitting at home <clears throat> who are struggling financially or worried about money or unhappy, they may be making a lot of money, but unhappy with what they're doing. It was probably taught to you. You know, your super ego was taught, get a job, work hard, or you'll, or you'll never be rich, or the rich are evil, or whatever. Poverty is passed on. It's taught in your families. And middle class is taught in families. 
And until you change your mindset, Correct. money won't help you, right? Correct. And we see that with people that win the lottery, people that make more money, they still have the same problem. Right. Because they have that poor man's soul. Correct. If you're poor, you'll always be poor. That's really hard for people to understand. Yeah, the money will disappear that fast. Just like most pro athletes, you know, they make millions of dollars and what, 65% are bankrupt five years later? It's because they come from poor families. But unfortunately, what Mr. Lipton was saying, it's passed down genetically. That's the frightening thing. If you don't want to learn it, I can't help you. You know, I have bad luck too. I've, I've had financial crashes. I've had people stab me in the back. But they're all good because I grow from it. That's spirituality. You know, people who are afraid of making mistakes like they teach in school, they don't ever grow. Because spirituality is there's good and there's bad, there's right and there's wrong, there's up and there's down. Most people only want to be right, they only want to be positive. Well, you can't have that, that's not reality. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe, they haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school, that means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. But the average guy is standing there, oh, I'm an A student, I'm, gonna, I'm going to do this all on myself, and a, and a bunch of rugby players run you over, and you go, well, they're not playing fair. And what, you're not, you're playing stupid. You should have a team. You should have accountants, attorneys, and bankers, and all that stuff. But that's not the game I want to play. I said, then don't play the game. You know, the, the game of business is played with accountants, attorneys, bankers, hate to say it, politicians. You know, you got to know the game. You know, people say, well, money is not that important to me. Then if money is not that important to you, money is not important to you. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't care about money. The money doesn't care about you. You know, it, the word does become flesh. Or I'll never be rich. Or the favorite one is the rich are greedy. It's the poor that are greedy. You know, if you think about it, because to be rich, you have to give something. You know, you have to, I, I have to produce books and games and I... I purchase real estate, I provide housing, provide jobs and all that. That's why I'm rich. But greedy people produce nothing. You know, Einstein said, you know, imagination is more important than knowledge, but knowledge empowers imagination. And what most people lack is real business knowledge, like accounting, you know, like debt, like taxes. You gotta know that stuff but they don't teach it in school to anybody. You see, most teachers in school, they're out of ethics. They teach subjects they, don't, they themselves don't practice because I understand what a fake teacher is. A fake teacher is somebody who just wants a job and they'll teach anything. You know, they teach how to shine shoes and get paid on more money. But they really don't know what they're teaching. In life, one of the things I suggest to people, you've got to find a real teacher versus a fake teacher. And a fake teacher is somebody who doesn't do what they teach. And a real teacher is doing what they teach every day. Our school systems are making our students weaker. So in school, they have these things called now trigger effects. So you can't, as a teacher, you can't say anything that might upset the student. They don't want anything that might jar their point of view. You see, people say, well, why don't you give the poor money? 
The only problem with that is it just creates more poor people. Give a man know. a fish, he fishes for the day, or eats for the day. Yeah, you give a man a fish, you get a lot of people who want more fish, you know. But you teach them to fish. We become creatures of our own habits. And until we break the habit, we don't change. Our schools don't teach that. Our schools teach almost the exact opposite of that. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe. They haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school. That means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. So what I say to young people is you, you find your game. So my game financially is business, number one. Second is real estate. And that's why I pay no taxes. That's why Trump pays no taxes. Legally, it's a combination of business and real estate that gives us an unfair advantage over employees because they don't know what to do. And a lot of people would rather sit in the stands than be in the game. One of the greatest ways to acquire great wealth is playing Monopoly in real life. Four greenhouses, one red hotel. But is that all there is? That's it. Robert, if I can give you uh, some kind of a magic phone and you could make a call to the the 20-year-old Robert Kiyosaki and give that young man a bit of advice, what would you tell him? I would just say keep going. Just do what you have to do. Just you know, live it to the fullest, life, which I did. Nothing I ever did made sense. Now, could you imagine quitting a $120,000 a year job for $200 a month to go fight in Vietnam and almost die? It, it didn't make sense, but it was the best decision I made at that time. And I think what most people do is they let their parents or their friends talk them out of life. So afraid of failing. But failing is how we succeed. You look at the, you guys look at guys like Edison and all that. They failed like 10,000, no, 1,014 times before he invented the light bulb. You know, our schools punish you for making mistakes. That's why we have so many people who are so afraid of admitting they make mistakes or afraid of failing. designed to be a perfect human world. 
where none suffered, where everyone would be happy. It was a disaster. No one would accept the program. Entire crops were lost. Some believed that we lacked the programming language to describe your perfect world, but I believe that as a species, human beings define their reality through misery and suffering. The perfect world was a dream that your primitive cerebrum kept trying to wake up from, which is why the Matrix was redesigned to this, the peak of your civilization. And I say your civilization because as soon as we started thinking for you, it really became our civilization, which is, of course, what this is all about. Evolution, Morpheus. Evolution. Like the dinosaur. Look out that window. You had your time. The future is our world, Morpheus. The future is our time. I'd like to share a revelation that I've had during my time here. It came to me when I tried to classify your species. I realized that you're not actually mammals. Every mammal on this planet instinctively develops a natural equilibrium with the surrounding environment, but you humans do not. You move to an area and you multiply and multiply until every natural resource is consumed. And the only way you can survive is to spread to another area. There is another organism on this planet that follows the same pattern. Do you know what it is? A virus. Human beings are a disease. A cancer of this planet. You are a plague. And we are the cure. Can you hear me, Morpheus? I'm going to be honest with you. I hate this place. This zoo. This prison. This reality, whatever you want to call it. I can't stand it any longer. It's the smell. If there is such a thing, I feel saturated by it. I can taste your stink. Every time I do, I fear that I've somehow been infected by it. It's repulsive. Isn't it? I must get out of here. I must get free. And in this mind is the key. My key. There are people that's awake, and there's people asleep. Mm -hmm. Now, most people on this planet are asleep. So, let's break it to the least common anomaly. Let's say the black community. True. We, it used to they say 5%. <laughs> no, it's like old point something now. That's right. You see. 
that's asleep. So you're going to be lonely because of the simple fact that people are asleep. Now, how is this? You have a chakra system in your body. And these are nine wheels of consciousness. Most, uh, excuse me, seven wheels of consciousness. There's like 160 chakras, but seven major chakras, just like there's seven African powers. <clears throat> now, what has happened here to give you a scientific element of what's going on so that you can clear this up so you don't have to go and be trying to holler at somebody and they laugh at you and they don't want to hear that shit. Because your family will beat you down and niggas in the street will beat you down. You're going to try to give them a message. <laughs> now, had you around here crazy. Now, the chakra system, the lower chakra is your sacral vertebrae. That's your root chakra. And that's where the majority of the people's um, consciousness is, on the root chakra. So the only thing that they can get down with is desires. What feels good, what tastes good, what smells good, what looks good, what sounds good. Yes. You see, the, Lord the basic sen uh, senses, you see, on that particular level, they are called the automatons, which means automation. Okay. They moving, but they, they're brain dead. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, you don't even get into this particular consciousness that you can partake to understand what things is until you're radiating from the heart chakra. Mm-hmm. You see, the heart chakra. That's why the Egyptian, the heart, the scarab, the heart scarab was the most important. Even when you died, they'd throw the brain away. But it was the heart that they preserved. Because that's another, that's where your true self is. But, you got to radiate from the heart chakra and then you elevate on into the pineal gland. But, most people's consciousness is in the root chakra. On the five senses, the animal level. Make it look pretty, they have a PhD with a degree. They tell you it's only a degree of information. You see what I'm saying? You know, uh, a degree of information, it has nothing to do with a person's behavior. Mm. Whether they're conscious or not. You see, it has nothing to do with what a person wears. It has something to do is where they incarnated down here on a certain level and they're radiating above the root shock. And I guarantee you this right now. Even if some of you all just coming into consciousness the last couple of weeks or the last year, I guarantee you, you always felt special since you was a baby. Now, I've been asking that question in my lectures around the country for, 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 for 16 years. And I asked everybody, how many of you all always thought that you were special? And the whole room always raised their hand. You didn't know what it was. You see what I'm saying? But you thought it was special. And you always had a thirst for something that you didn't know what it was. And it was this model. Let me give you an example. When I was, on, when I was in college... I was standing up one time, I had finished school, and I was standing um, on the college campus with one of the coaches. We got to be good friends, one of the basketball coaches, Coach Holmes. He said, well, how do you, how do you feel, man? You, you've you educated yourself. I said, man, I don't feel shit. <laughs> I didn't know at the time. I said, I told him, I said, I thought when I came here to this university, that when I left, I was going to have some kind of knowledge. I didn't know what the knowledge was. All I know is what I went, I went through for four years, I didn't have shit. I, I, I knew, 
I felt empty. Now it was it was you know it was a couple of years later that what I was missing I realized was knowledge. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, I but but I knew something was wrong. You see, and that's what it is. You. You always thought that you was you, you there, that something was missing, and that's why it's actually because you were you, you were gravitating above the root shop. Tune in every Sunday from seven to ten p.m. Eastern on the Bottom Line with Joey L on the New Evolution Radio Network. Yo, what up, what up, what up? Peace to the God. Y'all should be able to hear me. I should be in there. Mic check, one, two, one, two. What's good? What's good? All right, welcome to the show. Let's get the instrumental down just a tad bit. There we go. What up, what up? Welcome to the show. You sitting right here on the bottom line. I'm your host, Joey L. Peace to the God. This is the New Evolution Radio Network. If you're sitting there live and you want to call in, dial 347-989-0194. I want to say what up to everybody. Welcome to the show. Got a pretty good show lined up for you tonight. I got a topic that I want to bring out tonight that I think we've been missing that will help us to maybe overstand why some of this shit keeps happening to us. Number one, as a people. And number two, as a as a collective. Okay? So, you know, and this information that I'm going to talk about tonight, hopefully it will help some of y'all, maybe cases that y'all are dealing with. Okay? Now, with that being said, I also made a mistake on Friday. We're going to be in Memphis, not Nashville. I apologize on that. We're going to be at the Sheraton, downtown Memphis. All right? And that's going to be on the 2nd of November, Jonah Bay and myself. And Jonah Bay is also going to be doing a seminar in Texas. So make sure you look out for the details on that. You can go to JonahBay.com for that Texas seminar, all right? We'll be in Memphis on the 2nd of November. You can go to makemorecommerce.com for that particular seminar. All right? Now, with that being said, also, I've noticed a lot of people have been checking out the new site, makemorecredit.com. Big ups to everybody who's, you know, at least uh, window shopping. So make sure you get over there, makemorecredit.com. You know, get on your CPN and your, your, your EIN and your business credit game, right? Get your credit up, right? Now, I know that the, the lines are not the cheapest, but they work, and they're very good lines. And here's the thing about the lines. When you pay for cheap lines, that's what you get. You get cheap shit, right? You want value? You pay value, right? I was talking to a brother about this, right? And you always want to look for lines that either stay on or don't come off. Right, they got to stay on there. You don't want them to come off, and some of them will stay on there permanently. Some of them are three or four months. Okay, so go over to makemorecredit.com. Check that out. Make sure that y'all are diving in there, and you know, getting your business credit right. Because Jonah Bay and myself are going to be doing a webinar soon. 
okay? And y'all going to end up needing that site, all right? So if y'all have trouble going to it, go to makemorecommerce.com, and there's a link there at the top, or go directly to makemorecredit.com. All right, so with that being said, let's get right into it tonight, all right? Now, I noticed, um, I was, you know, obviously, if you are on social media or any of these fucking sites, you're going to see... This news about this woman, this slain woman, right, in Fort Worth, Texas. So, you know, I you know, I, I saw it, and then I saw it again. And I said to myself, what the fuck, you know? Like, how is it that this keeps happening? How is it that it's a continuous problem that people are violating, not only in their cars, right? That's bad enough. But now in your home. They like fuck it. We can't get these sneakers in the car. We just gonna run up in their crib. What? At, at, at what point do we look at this and say, "Yo, this is this is a problem," right? Now, obviously, quite obviously, most of these people don't know what an injunction is. Probably have never heard of it, and if they have, they probably don't know, you know. What their ability is in terms of executing. Welcome to the show, by the way, if you just got in. Okay. So, you know, I got to looking at this particular issue, and I was like, yo, this is fucking eerie because this is similar to what happened to uh, that brother. You know, where they gave that that uh, that white cop lady, they gave her like what, 10, 10 12 years or something like that, right? So it's really eerie when you think about this. So I'm going to read this to y'all. And then we're going to look at the laws that will protect you. Okay? Because this is really important. Now, it says a lawyer for the family of a black woman who was fatally shot in her Fort Worth, Texas home by a white police officer says an outside agency should be brought in to investigate the killing. We don't think that the Fort Worth police should be investigating it on their own, Attorney Lee Merritt told CNN on Sunday. He said the police reached out to his clients, but they'd rather talk to an independent investigator about the shooting. A Tatiana Koike Jefferson, 28, was killed around 2.30 a.m. Saturday after a neighbor called dispatchers to report the woman's front door was open. Police said James Smith, Jefferson's neighbor, told the Fort Worth Star-Telegram that he called a non-emergency police number when he saw her door open and the lights on in the early morning hours. Now, this nigga, he couldn't have just went across the hall? He couldn't have went across the hall? And he sounded like a white boy because, you know, white people, they, no disrespect, but they kind of nosy like that. They'll come knocking on your door. Hey, neighbor. You there? So, how come he couldn't have done that? Now, the officers were searching the perimeter of the woman's home when they saw a person standing inside near a window. Don't this sound like the same shit that happened with the brother? Wasn't he supposed to be standing near the window? And one of them opened fire, killing her, the police said. At the news conference Sunday, police spokesman Lieutenant Brandon O'Neill said that the officer did not identify himself as a police officer before shooting. Why, why not? 
Now, Jefferson's eight-year-old nephew was inside the house at the time. O'Neill said Mary said Jefferson was playing video games with the toy, with the boy. So, so wait a minute. They were playing video games, but she was standing by the window? Now, O'Neill said the officer who fired the shot will be interviewed on Monday by the department major case unit. What do this? Don't that sound? You know how you say something don't sound right. Something smells fishy, don't it? Now, hours after the shooting, the police released a heavily edited version, I'm sure, of the officer's body camera footage. The nearly two-minute video shows officers walking outside the home with flashlights for a few minutes before one of them yells, "Quote, put your hands up, show me your hands," and shoots his weapon through a window. The fourth, excuse me, the Fort Worth Police Department is releasing available body camera footage to provide transparent and relevant information to the public as we are allowed within the confines of the public information. Uh, and that's under the Public Information Act. Now, I say that's bullshit because, nigga, uh, the motherfucking um, LA, LA Times or whatever that paper's called in LA tried to go and get. Nipsey Hustle shit and they couldn't get that shit. They would not let them get a copy of the indictment. Now, in the statement, police officers entered the home and gave the woman medical treatment, but then she died at the scene. Police have not named the officer who joined the department in April of last year. The officer has been placed on administrative leave pending the outcome of the investigation. Smith, the neighbor who called the police, Told Fort Worth Telegram that he knew Jefferson was home and with her neighbor and with her nephew when he saw the door of the house open and was concerned about them. Now hold on, yo. See, see, this is what I'm saying. How is it that on one instance they sitting on the couch playing video games, but then in another instance, well, she's standing by the door, right? That's funny in itself. Okay. Then they go on to say that he told the newspaper he was trying to be a good neighbor and called the authorities so they could check on Jefferson. I'm shaking. I'm mad. I'm upset. And I feel part and I feel it's partly my fault, he told the news outlet. If I had never dialed the police department, she'd still be alive. This was the ninth police involved shooting in twenty nineteen by the Fort Worth, Texas police. Seven of Seven of those were fatal, according to O'Neill. The department said that it shares the deep concerns of the public and is committed to completing an extreme, thorough investigation of the critical police incident to its resolution. Now, uh, you know, this is just interesting to me because we're seeing this over and over, right? Whether you're in an apartment, which is still your domicile, or whether you're in a house, which is your domicile. You have a reasonable expectation under the law, right, for the police to not come in and search and seize your property. Now, you could almost call this a case of search and seizure. This guy calls the police. Her door is open. She's sitting on her couch. So her door is just open. She's on her couch, and you, you call the police. 
Now, it says that the officer drew his weapon and fired one shot, receiving a threat. Police said the officer found a firearm when they entered the room. The department state, come on, man. This lady's in, this, come on. Have y'all seen a picture of this lady? The video released by police shows two mostly blurred clips that appeared to be from the inside of the home showing a firearm. Okay. At the Sunday news conference, a reporter asked O'Neill if Jefferson was holding that handgun when the officer shot. O'Neill declined to answer. CNN requested the, to, excuse me, the unedited body camera footage and the incident report and dispatched the audio from the dispatch call that prompted the response. The police spokesperson said that nothing additional will be released. You wonder why. Now check this out. Y'all gonna put the pieces to the puzzle together right now, right? Because this is where the shit. This is this is this is the shit I'm talking about. Here we go. CNN says that her attorney, a civil rights lawyer, Jefferson. Um, he told them that in 2014, she was a graduate of Xavier University with a Bachelor of Science in Biology. She worked in the pharmaceutical industry. And she had three siblings. And her mother was dying. Now, it's another one of those situations where the police that are supposed to protect people are actually not protecting people. Now, this is an exact parallel to the other high-profile shootings in Dallas, Fort Worth. Okay? That's that whole Amber Geiger shit. Now, in case y'all haven't known or noticed, this shit happens all the goddamn time. Now, there's all types of, you know, things that we can discuss here to give you a legal remedy. Right, but before we look at you know, quote what your legal remedy is, we must look at what the law is surrounding these type of things. Why do they feel it's necessary, right, or that they have the okay, the okay, to come up in your shit? Well, I'm gonna tell you why. But before I do, let's read. The Fourth Amendment, shall we? Check it out. And, and I'm going to show you some shit tonight. It's going to show you why it's so important to do with the brother, excuse me, John the talk, and doing fucking injunctions. You got to do this shit. But let me show you this. Check this. The Fourth Amendment of the United States Constitution provides that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, their houses, their papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrant shall issue but upon probable cause, supported by an oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Now, the ultimate goal 
of the provision is to protect the people's right to privacy. Now, what's the right to privacy? The definition to the right to privacy is the right to not have one's personal matters disclosed or publicized. The right to be left alone. The right to, uh, excuse me, the right against undue governmental intrusion into fundamental personal issues and decisions. Although the U.S., the U, excuse me, the U dot S dot Constitution does not explicitly state that there is no that there is a right to privacy. Why do you think that is? U dot S dot. Yeah, excuse me, I just got to read this. <laughs> Shit. All right. Now, although the U.S. Constitution does not explicitly state that there is a right to privacy. The Supreme Court decisions have found an implicit constitutional right to privacy in striking down laws that criminalize sodomy, the use of contraceptives, and abortion. Okay? Now, the Fourth Amendment does not guarantee protection from all search and seizures, but only those done by the government and deemed unreasonable under the law. So, you need to ask yourself some questions here, right? What law, what law is being implemented in the fashion that it's okay to run up in your shit, search your crib? Happened to a very close friend of mine recently. What fashion is that ever okay? Now, because, you know, we're talking about the shit that's supposed to protect you it, it says that, that that's not okay so then they must be using some type of corporate law some type of statute code or ordinance on you right some type of immunity that they think they have right and when I say they we this could be any entity we, we won't point fingers Okay, but the ultimate goal here in this particular provision, right, was to try to give people some type of right to privacy under this fourth amendment. Now, I want you to keep the word amendment in your mind. Okay, because an amendment means that it was an adjustment or a change. It means something happened. That flipped the script. So you must wonder to yourself, well, okay, this Fourth Amendment, when it was established, what did it originally say? Well, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Now, the Fourth Amendment does not guarantee your right to protection. The claim violation of a fourth amendment right as the basis for suppressing a what they call relevant evidence the court had long required that a claimant must prove that he himself was the victim of an invasion of privacy to have a valid standing claim to protection under the fourth amendment isn't that interesting now however the supreme court has departed from 
such requirements. And they say that the issue of exclusion is to be determined solely upon a resolution of the substantive question whether the claimant's Fourth Amendment rights have been violated. See now, oh now it's it's a it's a fucking substantive question. Now they say which in turn requires that a claimant demonstrate a justifiable expectation of privacy, which was arbitrarily violated by the government. Now let's look at this because I just told you when you're sitting in your crib, my nigga, don't you have a reasonable expectation that nobody gonna come busting up in your shit? That you can protect your house? That you can stand on your ground? On your square? Yeah, you do. You have a expectation. I don't care if you if you say you don't, you're lying. Everybody wanna be safe in their own crib. Don't nobody want that shit busted in by the police. So with that being said, the expectation of privacy Right and, and the government calls it a expectation of privacy test Originated from Cats versus the United States Which is a key component of the Fourth Amendment Right and the Fourth Amendment protects people from what they call warrantless searches of places Or seizures of persons or objects okay, In which they have a subjective expectation of privacy That is being reasonable in public normal that determines whether an action by the government has violated an individual's reasonable expectation of privacy. Okay? Now, you should know something. They look at a few different things here when it comes down to this expectation of privacy. This is why they get off on this shit, okay? Number one, nigga, are you a subject citizen? Are you a U.S. citizen? Because if so... The more than likely you you don't domicile, you have an address. That's the first thing. Okay. Now, they have what they call a, a two part test. The first part test is whether an individual has exhibited an actual subjective expectation of privacy. Right? So let me let me ask you a question. What is the um, subjective expectation that you put out into the cosmos, into the into the ethers. Did you do an injunction? Have you spoken and stood up for yourself? Number two, because you you gotta do this shit before it happens, right? Number two, the expectation is one that society is prepared to recognize as reasonable. <laughs> That's funny shit, right? Because. Who is society, nigga? And what's reasonable to society? Because I know of a few cases where some black women, some 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 Moorish women, okay, some 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 Aboriginal females who stood their ground with a pistol. I thought that was pretty reasonable. Wouldn't you say? If a woman's trying to protect her shit, and she got a fire off at a nigga, cause he. Because he getting ready to come for it? Yeah, that's pretty fucking reasonable. So both of these requirements, if they've been met and the government is taking an action that violates this expectation, then the government action has violated the individual's Fourth Amendment. Now, you should know that 
they, it, first of all, if you don't make a distinction going in, hey, I'm a U.S. citizen or I'm not, they make assumptions. They assume that anyways. Okay, so let's get that out the way right now. They, they, they're going to assume that, and then they're going to go into the test in the courtroom. They're going to say to you, well, what was the reasonable expectation that you gave for us not to search your shit? Mr. XYZ Miss XYZ And then they're going to look at the standard And they're going to say well Well the standard In society Under the code of law that we're under A.K.A. the color of law That's what they mean to say All these statutes And these codes Blah 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 Okay So this expectation of privacy is very reasonable, right? We all have this expectation of privacy that you're not going to be searched and seized. Nothing in your crib, nobody in your crib, no, nothing none of that, right? Now, in general, most warrantless searches of private premises are prohibited under the Fourth Amendment unless specific exception applies. For instance, a warrantless search may be lawful if an officer has asked and is given consent to search. If the search is incident to a lawful arrest, if there is probable cause to search, and there is exigent circumstances calling for the warrantless search. So, nigga, you gotta ask me to come up in my crib. Yo, have, yo, haven't you seen that shit on TV? We've all seen it on TV. Officer, I asked to come up in the crib, and nigga shut the door on him. Some of y'all probably did. No, nah, you can't come. Well, you got a warrant? You asked. I said no. Get out of here. But my door is wide open. First of all, what you doing on the premise? Okay, you're here to secure the property. That's great. You secured the property. but put your gun away. Now, in general, most warrant searches, okay, most of these warrant researchers, nigga, they carry out nigga, without even talking to a judge. We talk to no judge, nigga. Nigga, we visit, nigga, we we come, nigga, we visit. That's how they come. Now, on the other hand, a warrantless search and seizure of property is not really illegal, is it? Maybe unlawful, but it's not illegal because why? If it was illegal, that would mean that they couldn't come after the Fourteen Amendment citizens. See, if the objects being searched are in plain view, they could just say, "Well, that's a that's an item that the, that the citizen owns, right?" Citizen probably bought that, so he probably owns that shit. Now, further, warrantless searches and seizures of abandoned property, okay, or of property. Know that your car is considered abandoned property, okay? Your your vehicle, your mode of transportation, your private conveyance, abandoned property. This is why you put it down on the uh, 1099A and all of that shit. It's abandoned property. Now, one of the search and seizures of abandoned property or properties on an open field do not violate the Fourth the Fourth Amendment because it is considered that having 
the expectation of privacy to the right of an abandoned property or properties on the open field is not reasonable. So, let's say you're a former. They come search your shit, your, your form. They're saying you don't have a right to to your field not being searched because that's unreasonable. You could be growing some hip out there, nigga. We need to check that out. They want to see that. Now, the state and, 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 you know, each state is its own country, right? So the state established, you know, their own little code, if you will. And the states, you know, the state will, I don't even want to call it a, well, yeah, they got codes because each state has a code. We know this. Now, each state also has a constitution. So a state has the discretion, the, the sole discretion, really, right, with their home state rule. To actually determine, you know, whether or not they want to change or make an amendment to the search and seizure law. Now, we know in some states they've done this. New York, stop and frisk. You know, they, I think they sued Giuliani for that shit, too, because it was unconstitutional. How the fuck are you going to stop and frisk me, nigga? I'm walking down the street. I've seen videos of niggas in New York getting stopped and frisked. I wish they would do that shit to me. You're not frisking me. Okay. Now, these warrantless searches, because I'm pretty sure that they didn't have a, a warrant when they went to her crib, this lady's crib, and they shot her, or when they went to that guy's crib, right? The other lady said she lived there. What was this guy's excuse? He was reported to a call. I'm pretty sure that it's not in their protocol to go somewhere and shoot right away. Okay. Now, the Fourth Amendment, and, you know, stay with me here, because the Fourth Amendment is very important because it ties right into the Fourteenth Amendment. Right? Now, this is interesting, okay? The state can establish higher standards for searches and seizures. Protection than what is required by the Fourth Amendment. But states cannot allow conduct that violates the Fourth Amendment. Okay? Now, where there was a violation of somebody's Fourth Amendment rights by a federal official, a Bivens action can be filed against federal law enforcement officials for damages. Now, let me just give y'all information here. A Bivens action generally refers to a lawsuit for damages when a federal officer who is acting in the color of federal authority federal law, color of law is allegedly or allegedly violates the U.S. the U.S. Constitution by federal officers acting. Now check it out. They're beholden to that. But that Constitution, that, that particular corporate Constitution is beholden to the organic law, and I'll show you this in a second. Okay, so you can file a Bivens action, which is a, is a tort claim. Okay, when you have an issue, and this can be filed against these people, right? Which will result, you know, in in, in your uh, ability to get money for damages. Okay, for unlawful search and seizure. Now, under the Bivens action, the claimant needs to prove that there has been a Constitutional violation 
or the Fourth Amendment right by federal officials acting under the color of law. Right now, let's say that it ain't uh, federal people. Let's say that it's the it's the state people that came up in your shit. Same shit. You still need to do a tort claim. Okay. Now check this: the protection under the Fourth Amendment can be waived if one voluntarily consents to or does not object to evidence collecting during a warrantless search or seizure. Let me repeat that for you again. The protection under the Fourth Amendment can be waived for you U.S. citizens, and for those of y'all who haven't corrected your status, if one voluntarily consents to or does not object to evidence collected during a warrantless search or seizure. You better, you better object, nigga. You better, and then if you don't, you, you show up the affidavits of objection. Now, the courts must determine what constitutes a search or seizure under the Fourth Amendment. If the conduct challenge does not fall within the Fourth Amendment, the individual will not enjoy protection under the Fourth Amendment. Now, a search under the Fourth Amendment occurs when a government employee or an agent of the government violates the individual's reasonable expectation of privacy. Here we go with this expectation. I keep trying to tell y'all, you need to listen. Expectation means a lot more than what you think. Matter of fact, let me let me let me just show you. Okay, just a second. Here we go. Expectation. Legitimate expectation applies the principles of fairness and reasonableness to a situation where a person has an expectation or interest in a public body or a private party pertaining a long-standing practice or keeping a promise. Now, now, what would this promise be, brothers and sisters? Wouldn't this promise wouldn't this promise be your treaties, your supreme laws, your articles of confederation, your articles of association, your organic, excuse me, your, your uh, uh, Civil Rights Act of 1863? Right? All of these organic laws that your forefathers left for you. Now, check this, right? Because this is where I thought this got pretty interesting. Now, <laughs> they do this shit. They've done this shit to me. I remember one time I got pulled over in college, right? Um, I went to Hampton. So I was in Hampton Roads in Virginia. Right? And it's a, it's a small town, but it's one of the seven cities. So each one is as you know, anywhere you go they got their own subdivision. So I got pulled over and I had marijuana in the glove compartment. But the glove compartment was locked. And because I didn't have the keys to get into the glove compartment, they couldn't do a search and seizure on the actual vehicle itself in the glove compartment. They had to let me go. Okay. Now, they like to do dog sniff inspections, right? They say that this is invalid under the Fourth Amendment if the inspection violates reasonable expectations of privacy. Okay. Electronic surveillance is also considered a search under the Fourth Amendment. 
Nigga, they be tapping niggas' phones all the time. Don't you have, when you pay the phone company, don't you have a reasonable expectation that your shit's not going to get tapped? You would hope so. They be taking. I have a reasonable expectation that every time I get on Blog Talk Radio, I'm going to be able to do a show. And I'm sure Jonah does as well. We got these reasonable expectations. You think that shit happens every goddamn time? No. Y'all saw that recently. Okay. So, what, what we always think is reasonable to other people may not be, you know, it's like, hey, whatever. So, under the law, under the Fourth Amendment, if you are considered a U.S. citizen, you die F. Under the corporate law, and, and I'm going to point this out to you. Y'all stay with me. Okay, under this law, this is indoctrination. Okay, so the seizure of a person, okay, a seizure of a person within the meaning of the Fourth Amendment occurs when the police conduct will communicate to a reasonable person, taking into account the circumstance surrounding the encounter, that the person is not free to ignore the police presence and leave it his will. So hold on. I always ask, hey, my bitch time. Two elements got to be present to constitute a seizure of a person. The first element is there must be a show of authority by the police officer. Where is your authority at, nigga? I'm not in your jurisdiction. Number two, the presence of handcuffs or weapons, the use of forceful language, and the physical conduct, contacts are each strong indicators of authority. No, the fuck they're not. Let me tell you something, bro. Straight up. Just because you got a pair of handcuffs and a fucking badge doesn't mean that you have authority over somebody. I'm sure everybody's going to agree to that. Now, nigga, do y'all want to know why? In the Midwest, nigga, they got open carry, concealed carry, no permit. Because they know people don't play that shit around here. Nigga, the police are riding around with pistols and shit, so are we. Now, a seizure of a person or the person's property, right? Under the second particular reason here, right, is that they must submit to the authority. (laughs) I don't consent to searches. I've told y'all the story where I got pulled over. Right? Not even that long ago. Had the shit in my pocket. I had a little tree in my pocket. They start searching me. I don't consent to searching. They stop searching. Oh, really? So, now y'all want to follow this shit. You see, they're only going to follow this if there's a reasonable expectation that your privacy uh, should have been kept in place. This is where that injunction comes into play. Okay? So, these are your two elements for your seizures. Now, let's talk about the arrest warrant. Okay? Now, an arrest warrant is preferred but not required to make a lawful arrest under the Fourth Amendment. Now, I want y'all to keep in your mind like I said, this word amendment, okay, 14th amendment, 
Fourth Amendment. Keep keep this in your mind, okay? Now, an arrest warrant, okay, like in a, like a warrantless arrest, may be justified where probable cause, they say, and urgent need are present prior to the arrest. Probable cause is present when the police officer has a reasonable reasonable belief in the guilt of a suspect based on the facts and information prior to the arrest. So, once again, reasonable expectation. Okay, because now they're saying, well, the cop can have a re- the cops got a reasonable belief, and and under their particular uh, definition here. That's when there exists a basis to believe that a crime is being or has already been committed. Okay, so re- under a reasonable basis, they are, are going to assume you are a U.S. citizen. Now, a warrantless search okay, may be invalidated if the police officer fails to demonstrate extended circumstances. Okay, because a police officer might arrest a suspect, right? Just to prevent the suspect's escape Or to prevent the suspect from, you know Getting rid of some type of evidence Or some shit like that, right? But when you go into a court A lot of times that shit gets thrown out anyway Because you gotta have an extended circumstance Now, the ability to make a warrantless arrest Is commonly limited Here we go By statutes Subject to the due process guarantee Of the U.S. Constitution See, I told you a suspect arrested without a warrant is entitled to prompt judicial determination, usually within 48 hours. There are investigatory stops that fall short of arrest, but nonetheless, they fall within the Fourth Amendment protection. For instance, police officers can perform a Terry shop or a traffic stop, and usually these stops provide officers with less dominion and controlling power and impose less of an infringement of personal liberty for individual stop. Now the investigatory stops must be temporary questioning for limited purposes and conduct in manner necessary to fulfill the purpose. Okay. Now I think we all get it. Right? The Fourth Amendment is supposed to protect us. Supposed to protect us. Did it protect this lady in Texas? No. Did it protect um uh, uh, Corinne, Corinne Barnes, whatever, whatever, Corinne, what was that chick's name? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Black activist chick, when they didn't they kill her up in her career, same shit, right? That dude, they died, and he wasn't even doing shit. Same shit. Did it protect any of these people? No, because they never made a reasonable expectation on the record that they wasn't gonna put up with that bullshit. This nigga, well, there's one that's many, especially if you got one who knows. Now, let me let me show y'all this, because this is very, very important. The incorporation doctrine, okay? This, this is where all of this shit ties in, and, and this is part of the reason why you niggas can't get the remedy y'all looking for. As a U.S. citizen, right? Under search and seizure. I'm on, and I'm going to read it to you. Check it out. 
Nah, I give me, give me, give me, give me, give me shit. Thank you. Here we go. Now, under the Fourth Amendment, okay, let me let me pull this up. The incorporation doctrine, check it out, is a constitutional doctrine through which the first ten amendments of the United States Constitution, also known as your Bill of Rights, are made applicable to the state through due process clauses of the 14th Amendment. Now, now I read a case, y'all on the air, about, I don't know, five, six months ago, right, where they specifically told you, they said, listen, we got our hands tied. This is what the state said. It says, we have our hands tied because the federal government has taken away our control by way of the 14th Amendment. So we can only do so much shit before they got to step in. Now, under the incorporation doctrine here, okay, they make your rights applicable to you through due process. And due process, if you don't know, okay, under the Fifth Amendment says that the federal government, okay, should not deprive you of your life, your liberty, your property, or none of this shit. So then the 14th Amendment, which was ratified in 1868, uses the same 11 words and called due process clause. And they described what they called a legal obligation of all the states to now give due process to who? The newly created citizens. Now, these words have their central promise as assurance that all levels of, quote, American government must operate within the legality. That's a legal word. And provide fair procedures. Now, 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 the incorporation doctrine, okay, after the passage of the 14th Amendment, the Supreme Court favored a process called selective incorporation. Okay, now, selective incorporation, okay, it's another doctrine, okay, this is essentially where the Supreme Court can incorporate certain parts of certain amendments rather than the entire fucking amendment. They incorporate you as a citizen. They incorporate your right to have a gun. They, they, they're giving you due process by way of the 14th Amendment so that you can access the Bill of Rights. None of these, and, and here's another thing that I want you to consider with some of these people who are getting killed. They're fucking Africans. Some of these people are African. Some of these people are not even you. They, they're not even from the U.S. They, they may be U.S. citizens, but they're not from the U.S. Okay, so the incorporation doctrine deals with selective incorporation. So we're gonna nitpick at what we want to incorporate now. The Ninth Amendment and the Tenth Amendment have not been incorporated, and unlikely that they will ever be. The Tenth Amendment directly interacts with the state's laws, and the Supreme Court rarely relies upon the Ninth Amendment with deciding case. You know what the Supreme Court does? The Supreme Court actually, they don't even fucking look at, um, at the law no more. You know that? They don't look at the law like that. Supreme Court, this is what they do. If your mama and your daddy both told you 
Nigga, you can't eat dinner, excuse me, until your room is clean and no dessert until you finish eating all of your food, right? So if, if your parents come in and tell you some shit like this, right, then there's now a, a pecking order because your mama and your daddy are both on the same page here, okay? So the Supreme Court is kind of like mama and daddy, right? But... Mama ain't gonna overstep daddy. Mama's gonna go back and look at what daddy did. Well, what decision did, did, did father make? The Supreme Court does the same thing. They go back and say, well, what decisions did our, 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 our forefathers here in our court make regarding these U.S. citizens and their rights to search and seizures? Their rights against search and seizures. This is what they do. Okay. Now, the incorporation doctrine okay, has incorporated three amendments. You ready? Actually, there's more than three. Excuse me. But here, I'll just go through them too. First amendment, full incorporation. Okay? The second amendment, full incorporation. The fourth amendment, Full incorporation. Okay. The Fifth Amendment. Partial incorporation. The Sixth Amendment. Partial incorporation. The Eighth Amendment. Partial incorporation. Okay. Thirteenth uh, and Fourteenth Amendments. Full incorporation. Okay. They incorporating shit through the incorporation doctrine. So these people who getting shot up in their cribs, who ain't getting no type of due process, not even from the police officers, because there was never a reasonable expectation, right? Is getting is getting ransacked. Now, this is where it makes the most sense to me, and hopefully this will tie in for you, Moors. All right, hopefully this will tie in for y'all. Now, let, let me just pull this up. Okay. Now, you, you do realize that 1789 is the joint resolution of Congress proposing 12 amendments. Okay. Now, I'm going to read these amendments to y'all. And hopefully, well, in, excuse me, articles. Okay, because I want to read the Bill of Rights to you Because I want you all to understand Where all of this is coming from And then we're going to look a step further than that Now Article 1 After the first enumeration required By the first article of the Constitution There should be one representative For every 30,000 And so the number shall amount to 100 After the pro, uh, proportion Shall be regulated by Congress That there shall not be less than 100 representatives Nor than one less representative For every, every 40,000 persons Second article No law bearing the compensation For the services of senators and representatives Shall take effect Article 3 Congress shall make no law Respecting the establishment of religion Or prohibiting the free exercise thereof Or abridging the freedom of speech Or of the press Or of the right of the people 
peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress. That means you go in and you can sue them. Okay? Article 4. A well-regulated militia being necessary to secure of a free state. Do you live in a free state? Because if you live in the state of, you don't live in a free state. Okay? Now, the right of the people to bear arms shall never be infringed. Article 5. No soldier in the time of peace be courted in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in the time of war, but in the manner to be prescribed by law. Okay? Article 6. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrant shall issue, but upon, but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons of things to be seized. Now, you know, I really like that because an oath or affirmation, have you ever seen... Have you, have you ever seen these people show up with the warrant and the oath and and the affirmation? I've never seen that. Very rarely when you see something of that nature. Let me go to the next one. Article 7. No person shall be held for capital or otherwise infamous crime unless on a presentment or indictment of a grand jury. Right, and I don't even like that because fuck a grand jury indictment. Right, because we know that that shit is bullshit. Okay, well let, let's just go a step further back than this, right? Okay, because now we see it; it's in the Bill of Rights. They enumerate the Bill of Rights, and they attempt to try to give you your rights. And, and if you go, and I'll pull it up so we can look at it. Okay, let me pull it up right now. Okay. All right, Civil Rights Act of 1866. Let me just pull it up here. Okay, because I I want to show y'all. Because see, the thing is, is even even here, they were protecting your rights, right? Before they even started trying to enumerate shit, they was protecting your rights. So let's put this up. All right, here we go. All right, an act to protect all persons in the United States and their civil rights and furnish the means of their vindication. Being enacted by the Senate and the House of Representatives of the United States of America and Congress assembled, that all persons born in the United States and not subject to any foreign power, excluding Indians not taxed, are thereby declared to be citizens of the United States. And such citizens of every race and color, without regard to any previous condition of slavery or involuntary servitude, except as punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall have the same right. And then in every state and territory in the United States to make and enforce contracts, sue and be sued, to parties and give evidence to to inherit, purchase, lease, sell, hold, convey real and personal property, uh, and to full and equal benefit of all laws and proceedings for the security of persons and, pro- and property as it is enjoyed by white citizens and shall be subject to the like punishment, pains, penalties, 
and to none other any law, statute, ordinance, regulation, or custom to the contrary withstanding. Now, it's right there. I don't got to read no more. Hold on. Let me read number two, though. Section two. Here we go. And be it further enacted that any person who under color of law, statute, ordinance, regulation, or custom shall subject or cause to be subjected any inhabitant of any state or territory to the deprivation of any right secured or protected by this act or to different punishment, pains, and penalties on account of such persons having at any time been held in condition of slavery or involuntary servitude except as punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted or by reason of its color or race then is prescribed for the punishment of white persons shall be deemed guilty of a misdemeanor. Okay? So let me stop there because when you are a U.S. citizen, you're not entitled to this shit here, right? They don't. They don't even want to talk about this either. They don't want to talk about the Civil Rights Act of 1866. They don't want to talk about the original Bill of Rights. They don't want to talk about your organic state constitution. And they damn sure don't want to talk about this. Let me pull it up. This is the rights of protection in Morocco. This was done in 1880. Okay, let me read this to you. Because if you're a Moor and you're claiming that, you know, you're about this life, you're stepping outside of that jurisdiction, right, where, where they're enumerating your rights and giving them to you little pieces at a time, and you're saying, like, fuck that, I'm going to go back under the organic laws that my ancestors was under, and I'm gaining all of my so-called enumerated rights. Then you have the right of protection in Morocco. And let me just give you what the right of protection is. Article 1. The conditions under which protections may be conceded are those established in the British and Spanish treaties with the government of Morocco and the convention made between the government, France, and other powers in 1863. Okay, now let's just skip down. Okay. And let's uh, go to. Let's go to number five. We can start at number five. The government of Morocco recognizes the right of ministers, okay, and other representatives, which is granted to them by treaties to select persons whom they employ either in their own service or of their government unless it, unless such persons shall be sheiks or other employees of the government of Morocco. Such soldiers at the line of the cavalry, in addition with the Mahagniza, Okay, in command of their guard. Now, check it, right? Um, if you fall under, you know, this particular jurisdiction, what is supposed to happen is you're supposed to go up under all of these treaties. Now, it is understood that the civil suits commenced before protection shall be terminated before the courts which they have instituted such proceedings. The execution of the sentence shall suffer no hindrance. Nevertheless, the local authorities of Morocco shall take shall take care to communicate without delay. The sentence pronounced to the uh, negation, a consulate or a consular agency. Remember, I told y'all what about two weeks ago about the consular. Okay, what do you do your passport at? The Bureau of Consular Affairs. Okay, so what we really are dealing with here, on a on a level, is the consular pulls you about this motherfucker just like they put you in. Okay. But let me let me keep going because I ain't done. Okay, Article Six. Well, before we get to it, at the end of this one, 
the right of protection shall not be exercised towards persons under prosecution. You hear that? For an offense or a crime, before they have been tried by the authorities of the country, or before their sentence, if any has been pronounced, has been executed. So, for those of y'all who, this is the reason why they will not allow you to do a nationality case and have an open case. It's right here in the protections of Morocco. Now, let's go to Article 6, because this deals with everything that we're talking about tonight. Protection shall extend to the family of the person protected. His dwelling shall be respected. It is understood that the family is to consist of the wife, the children, and the minor relatives dwelling under the same roof. Protection shall not be hereditary. So nigga, you can't you can't just pass on the protection of you being a Moor to your son because well technically he, you can under your household when he moves to his own household you can't pass that on to him because he has to now claim his own protection under the laws of the empire. Listen, man, we're going all the way back here. So if you really want the protection of your so quote-unquote enumerated rights, if you want the full protection of those rights, you must do this. You must come up out of this shit. Now, let me finish reading this. Protection should not be hereditary. A single exception, which was established by the convention, that's the Convention of Madrid, 1863, but which is not to create a precedent shall be maintained in favor of the Benjamin family. Nevertheless, if the Sultan of Morocco shall grant another exception, each of the contracting powers shall be entitled to a claim uh, of similar concession. Contracting powers, y'all. Okay? So, even under the right to protection, you have a right to reasonable expectation of not being searched and seized. So once again, what is your reasonable expectation? It should be an injunction. See, an injunction for me has always been my reasonable expectation. Right? Because why? I'm giving proper due notice that I expect you niggas to fall in line with the laws of the state, with the Constitution in the state of Missouri, the state of Texas, excuse me, the state of uh, Kansas, or any other state that I'm riding around in. Right? Because I ride around from state to state when I'm doing seminars sometimes. Sometimes I don't mind driving. Sometimes I will ride. And if I'm going to ride, I'm going to make damn sure that they know what's going on. Because I don't want to be searched and seized. Now, this applies to your home as well. You you domicile somewhere. I think a brother asked me this on the radio last week. Should I put my, my home down? I personally say yes. Yes. What's to stop them from trying, from not coming in your home if you didn't mention it on the injunction? That's kind of like you having a vehicle. That you're driving around in and you're like, well, I got an injunction in, so all my vehicles are good. I don't need to put them all in my injunctions. 
Well, the one that you leave out may be the one that they try to tap. Fuck with. Right? Alright, 347-989-0194 It's call-in number Press the number one to get in the host line You want to holler at me uh, Also, go to my website, makemorecommerce.com We got the new clothing line Aboriginals up, man, check it out, man We are, you know, we are, are Pushing out some some Fresh shit, we're going to have pheasants and all of that Good stuff so that you can uh, You can get your gear up You know, you have to come after the seminar Get your nice Fez with a tassel, you can get you some, uh, you know, we got the Aboriginal crew necks, we got the t-shirts, man, we got a bunch of shit popping off, so go check it out, that's my plug, <laughs> uh, makemorecommerce.com, alright, and go to makemorecredit.com, because we absolutely over, over make more credit, have your trade lines for you, I know that shit is popping right now, everybody and their mama is trying to get into that game, but holla at us, we're going to do a, a business credit webinar coming up soon, we're going to show you how to do the Massachusetts Business Trust. Jonah's going to show y'all that. We're going to go a little further on some of this business credit, all right? Well, with that being said, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and get into these call lines. The chat is wide open. We got a lot of people in tonight. Welcome to the show. You're just now coming in. We're talking about searches and seizures tonight. Have you been searched and seized? Has, has your shit been taken? You know, I talked to a brother recently, right? He had two pistols taken from him. Um, He did, a, he did his case. Right, won this case. They gave him his pistols back, obviously. All right, then they cut the nigga a check. Cut him a check. All right, told him they apologized, you know, for wasting his time in so many words. Okay, very powerful shit. I've seen niggas' guns get taken and never come back. Nigga, this our shit, nigga. We we hold these for forty eight. Forever hour investigation Alright That's what's up Peace to the guys We're gonna be right back Take a couple calls we get The call lines are booked man So press 1 if you wanna get in And holler at me Ask your question Drop your comments It's all good We're here tonight Right here on the bottom line I'm your host Joey Bounce L. Bay Why not right We'll be right back After these messages Keep it locked Don't go nowhere man Hottest radio network On the planet Peace We've been on a tragedy for once Why can't you agree with me for once? Maybe we can be on chill tonight Maybe I can give you chills We've been on a tragedy for once Why can't you agree with me for once? Maybe we can be on In time. Many other brothers love you, but this pleasure is mine It's no pressure for us to say that I love you for now So fuck that coffee shit, I just want us to be comfortable now For real, who you loving, who you want to pull up with Who don't care who you dating, long as you can, you trust me Trying to hear all your problems so I can lighten the load No, you not fighting alone, cause I'm protecting you from it Chill, life hard, and ex-lovers is like scars Cause it's that Hurting but never forgetting what it was I was a younger, my biggest enemy was the club With voicemails on third rings fucking me up So I don't trust Why can't you agree with me for once? Maybe we can be on chill tonight Maybe I can give you a chill We've been on a tragedy 
on you, I'm gonna stay the same, yeah I pull up on you, then put it in with patience I'm good where we got it without no expectation What good is the title when shawty been away, yeah Let me illustrate ya, let my tongue repaint ya It's already wet, have you had a brainstorm? Hurry where niggas take you, just know to my face, good Modify your energy so your bank and your skin glow Max feel, let it fly, have you ever near a lot? Just to show you I don't care, go wear it to that nigga out We don't share our whereabouts or the gods of the hood, love That's supreme confidence, if we good, that's good enough wow. Why can't you agree with me for once? Maybe we can be on chill tonight Maybe I can make you chill We've been on a tragedy for once Why can't you agree with me for once? Maybe we can be on chill tonight Maybe I can give you chill with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation.
why do I say that? Because after 46 years and teaching you morons for 23 years, you want to take the easy way out. Because you think life is a journey. That is horseshit. Life's a journey if you're a moron and you're retarded. That's why, you know, that's what, that's what you've done with the life up here to four. It's been a journey. And how good is the fucking journey? You tell me. Wouldn't you have rather, when the first time you went out with somebody that you thought you were in love with, thought is the operative word, wouldn't you have lied to have a, a template? Oh, let's follow this process instead of, because that is a journey. And all the mistakes you made and raising this fucking little shithead for kids you got instead of having this book. Life doesn't have to be a journey. It's a journey for morons. You think life is a journey for the Trump kids? It's a motherfucking process, the same process his daddy raised him by. Same for me. Life ain't a journey if you're my kid. It's a goddamn process. So you tell me if you're results-orientated at all, Who's better off, the journey or the process? And for the most part, most people in this room and most people listening on YouTube have to come to the realization, as sad as it is, that you have pissed, you have urinated, heretofore, up until this morning, your entire life down a fucking shithole. Very simple. That's it. If you want to create massive wealth. If you just want to be a happy, slappy housewife from fucking Dundee or a happy, slappy bimbo from fucking Toronto or a happy, slappy guy who goes to the Little League games in Mesa, Arizona, then that's okay. But if you want to create some fucking money, and money's not everything, but if you don't money, think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to fucking shop. Say that with an Irish accent. Okay. If you don't think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to shop. If you don't think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to shop. Correct. <laughs> uh, correct. And, but I mean, you can get money and then go save the world. You can get money and save the forests in Brazil. You make money and go save global warming, which I don't believe in. You can, I mean, and save the, uh, the kids in Biafra and all that shit. But without money, you can't save a fucking thing. Don't you understand? Don't the fucking idiots on YouTube understand that? Until you make some shekels. Until you make some fucking coin. You can't help anybody. Because if love got the job done, you wouldn't all be fucked up. And I've had mothers, daughters, grandfather, daughter, uh, son. I've run three generations of the gamut in this seminar here. And they all say the exact same thing. The daughter looks to the mother, you fucked me up. The, the mother looks to the father, you fucked me up. And they all agree. And where it really gets dicey is the second or, three day, second or third days after they have a few drinks, a few pops. Then it gets, can get fucking ugly, as Sally would say. 
fucking ugly. Nothing like a mother to turn on her daughter or vice versa. Nothing like it. It's like in the fucking movies. It's like a goddamn soap opera. Because that's life. And if we admit it to ourselves, then we have an opportunity to move on. If we don't, then we're just fucked in the quagmire. DipsetUSA.com. Yes. Go to booking All right, all right. Peace to the gods. We back. We back. Let's go to the call line. Tonight we're talking about searches and seizures. You're sitting on the bottom line. Call the number 347-989-0194. If you're in the chat and you want to call in. Um, let's go to 562-588. Peace to the gods. Peace to the gods. Welcome to the show. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that last clip was timed, man. Cause, and then what you were talking about the uh, confiscating the the pistols, like that seizure part, that search and seizure is the is the yeah. clincher, bro. Do you know how many people are subject to illegal search and seizure? And I don't even know if we can call them illegal. You know what I'm saying? Because are You're they right. illegal when are, are they illegal when they're subject to U.S. citizens? Mm-hmm. Are they illegal? Are they illegal when they're giving you due process? Be, be, because right. that's what people want to be. I, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what's crazy to me. Because I like I, I know like, yeah. I know rappers, bro. I know rappers that. A well-known rapper that 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 has has talked to me and been like, nigga, I went in the club with two pistols and caught a charge. What do I do? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It, and that expectation yeah, is like it's it's heavy. This when the way you, I I look, I was thinking like expecting mother, you know. Man, yes, it's listen. I'm going to read it one more time. I'm glad you said so because I was going to read it again anyway. Legal definition of expectation. Legitimate expectation applies the principles of fairness and reasonableness to a situation where a person has an expectation or interest in a public body or private parties retaining a long-standing practice or keeping a promise. Now, I'm pretty sure that if you practice it in your aboriginal ways, and you under the laws of the empire, and you know that's what you're claiming. Those are long-standing practices. Nigga, you ain't never heard about them going no in a Jewish person's house like that. Still there, bro? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a classic, uh, repetitive. Uh, program you know and and we keep seeing that they keep being um given to us as an image you know yes it is yes it is so what's up man you got a, you got a question yeah i do have a question i have a question actually not for myself for um somebody who who had yeah he had came up in the um like the redemption movement 
and he has like no That's birth fun. certificate. You know, he has no birth. He was raised. He got no birth certificate. Oh, oh he was no birth certificate. Yeah, he was without it. It was like in a Bible, and and he doesn't he has he doesn't have that Bible and it has no contact with his parents. Who, okay, who so may or may not have it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So what he has to do is he needs to get a copy of that Bible if he still has it. Like he needs to get uh, an authenticated copy of it. Okay. Notarized and all of that. He's gonna have to do a shitload of affidavits to prove his identity. Okay. You understand? Okay. Because what it what it comes down to is he don't have a birth certificate. There's a lot of people born in America who don't have birth certificates. Believe it or not, my grandmother didn't have one. She her her birth was recorded in the Bible too, right? And then later on, when um, they actually started implementing birth certificates. She's born in the 30s. A couple of years after her birth, they started doing birth certificates, right? Her parents got right. one, like, maybe in her, her teenage years. Later on, in the, almost the 50s. So understand that this person, your friend, they're going to have to really show their identity. They're going to have to go in, and, and they're going to have to follow the laws exactly the way that they've been written uh, under the Department of, um, what is that, Department of... Uh, 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 it ain't even coming to me right now. Um, the Department of State, excuse me. Yeah, and then listen. All he's got, all he's got to do is prove who he is. He's got to prove. Uh, this is what they call it: biographical status. He's got to prove his biographical status. And can he do it? What if he doesn't have that Bible? What can he do without it? Same thing. Same thing. Okay. Same thing. But it's possible, right? Just like with to start from scratch, like with nothing. Maybe with just two absolutely. witnesses. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, listen. In his case, he's gonna have to use five or more. I would, I would use at least five witnesses. Oh, five or more? Okay. Yep. I would use five because right. you know you use two in the instance where so obviously if he's got some type of ID, uh, a gym ID or state ID, he, he want to show that. But in the instance where. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have a birth certificate at all. You want to have at least five people who can say that, hey, I've known this guy for 20 or more years. Yeah, it's no ID, no birth certificate, like nothing. Oh, yeah, he he, he, he a ghost out here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a true ghost out here. Nothing wrong with that, though. But check this out. Um, somebody Somebody like that. You know they, they're they're private in a in a in a big sense is of the word. Is, is actually. Do you have a social security number? No. Nothing. No, I thought maybe at an advantage. I thought, but. I mean, well, it is an advantage in a lot of cases. He doesn't even have a social security number. So if he if he <laughs> he's, he he damn near sound like an alien. He is an alien. Right. So, right. yeah, he's going to need to, yeah, everything he does, bro, got to be through affidavit. Because how else he going to prove who he is? Okay. But how is he going to get an affidavit, like a notarized, if he has no ID? Man, he, he better holler at Jonah. Uh, mm. Okay. All right. You know, holler at one of us, holler at somebody. Back, back in the system, you know, and, and getting some type of identification. 
that's private, you know, he can he can get tax exempt ID. He can come over here and get that, you know. He he can get the um the, the private ID through Jones, you know. So there's you know there's different variations here. He ain't had options. Let's just say that. All right, well. But cool, I wouldn't then. giving that. I tell you what, though, I wouldn't give that to the passport people, though. You know what I'm saying? He would use that for like, you know, maybe open up a bank account or going to see a notary. You know, uh, obviously, if he doesn't know a notary personally. But when it comes down to like, you know, him doing his passport, he might want to go get him a gym ID. Go get a free membership at the gym at a local gym where they give you a card. Now you got the formal ID. Okay. Yeah. Go to a, a, a local a local gym, like but like a, a a city gym, you know, one of the ones that's owned by the city. They'll give you an ID. Do you think do you think social services or could he just go to the agency and then just like help him out somehow? Like, because he wants to get into the system in a sense because he can't even hold a job. Man, I ain't listen, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I, I know. I can't teach him how. I, I'm not gonna teach him how I to know. get into the system. I know. That's it's true. just the opposite of, of of what I do. You know, I yeah. can teach him how to how, how to maintain where he's at, and, and well, not maintain. He's got to go past where he's at. We can teach him how to start a business. <laughs> you know, we, we can teach him how to take control of his of, of his true dominion. Right. But can I can't teach him how to be a slave. Right. He can. Okay. Listen, I'm not gonna. I, I would never tell you to work. To not work, okay. right? If if, he, if the brother's got to work, he got to work. I mean, hell, even, anybody who listens to me long enough would know that I used to work. I used to do this radio show from work. Right. Doubt. You know, so you know, I mean, but obviously his his mission is to not, you know, come out the system. It's to go in. So I can help with that. Right, right. Okay, well, we definitely. I'll, I'll let him know about that consultation and uh, we'll, yeah, man. We'll just, it's through the email, right? To the website. Yeah, yeah. You can go to makemorecommerce.com. You can set up some time with me. No problem. All right, peace to the God. Thank you, Joey. No doubt, bro. Peace to the God. All right, let's go to three one six three zero eight. Peace to the God. What's good, Brother Joey? What's up, bro? Peace to the God. Welcome to the show. Oh, man, you know, just listening in on these illegal searches and seizures, you know. Yeah, man. I think we all been subject to that a time or two. Yes, I, I do have a few stories in my past where, you know, I can I can attest to that. Oh, yeah. And and but you know, let, let me ask you a question. How did you right. deal with it? Did you have to go to court? Did you have a did you have a charge? Did you have a case? Oh yeah, you know, I went to court, went to jail and saw the judge and you know, took the plea and all that because you know that was back in the day when I didn't know no better. You know, so mm-hmm. I was just long with the program, you know, free? taking the fine. Uh no, I was never that stupid, honestly. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I I ain't never got that crazy where they wanted to run up in my crib like that. So mm-hmm. they ran up in but my crib know, one time with a warrant for somebody else's name. Ah, uh, see that ain't right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But you know, they don't try to do guys. that though. Yes, they will. These, these motherfuckers, yo, they got guerrilla war tactics, don't they? Oh hell yeah, and the weapons to back it up too. Don't forget. <laughs> nigga, they got the tanks to back it up. Nigga, these motherfuckers got military you know tanks. Saying? Yeah. Nigga, nigga talking about come, come out with your hands up, nigga. What else I'm gonna come out with? Yeah, exactly. I ain't about to come outside with no damn gun in my hand. I ain't stupid. <laughs> Most I know what y'all about, about to do. Can I, can I crawl out, nigga? <laughs> Man, I'm trying to yeah. tell you. Matter yeah. of fact, I don't even want to yeah. come out. Why don't you just come in and meet me on the porch? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, for real, though. Why don't you come on inside? Yeah, listen. I don't, but see, that's what I'm saying about searching seizures, though. Remember, yeah. it says they got to ask you before they can even come in your shit. How many times they do that? That's true. You mind if I come in? The motherfuckers don't do that no, shit. They that. put their they, they foot in the door. Oh, of course. Now, don't close the door. Well, what you mean, don't close the door? Yeah, man. So, I, only way I see to correct the problem is to what they call that reasonable expectation, which is to give due notice, which is an injustice. Oh, most definitely. I, I'm, I'm not a 14th Amendment citizen. I'm not subject... To, to, to know half provisions of the Fourth Amendment, the incorporated version. Mm-hmm. Matter of well, fact, like you said, it's, it's an a, amendment I'm for a, a reason. Resolve. You know what I mean? It, exactly, it's an amendment for a reason. Yo, they they amend shit because they incorporate shit. So every time they incorporate something, we got to amend this so it can fit this. Exactly. Now, you know what's so ill about the Constitution is that it actually allows for them to create corporations. So, oh, but of course, doing, that's why it's got its own community. section in there. Come on, man. That's yeah. why it's so ill. It's like, yo, they're using that. That's a real way to use the power against itself. That's some, that's some real devilish, tricky shit. To even figure that shit out, like, yo, if we do this, we can make these niggas do this, and then we can take all of the power by doing this. We gonna underhandedly come in and do this. I mean, that's what, this is what they've done. They like if you read the Ben Tillman letter, mm-hmm. it's right there. They 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 did it to disenfranchise you. You can only disenfranchise somebody when you take away their right to vote. When you strip them of all of their rights and then make them enumerated. It's the only way to do that shit. But, um, but so we don't know any better. No, oh, man, don't. you know, I'm just... No, no, we don't. I'm just listening in, man. You know, I, I was just wanting to jump on the topic because you was talking about legal searches and seizures, you know, and I, I've had experience in that, so I figured I'd just jump on you know, elaborate Oh, most definitely. I actually, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm slacking because I actually got a new piece of property that I acquired as far as a vehicle. So I need to actually put that in my injunction. But as far as my personal property, as far as my uh, domicile and you know my other vehicles, they they kosher. So we good there. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. You know what? Mm-hmm. I was even thinking about. You know, people need to start. You know, if you own weapons, you know, if you've bought a weapon 
you know, and you've registered that shit, you know, and it's in their yeah. system, you need to take you need to take them numbers and put them on the injunction. I don't see why not. It's the same thing as a VIN number on your vehicle. Yeah, it's the same it's the same shit. Exactly. Yes it is. All that shit traced back to a nigga. So yeah, you all that shit needs to be registered. Most definitely. Under that injunction. Yeah, I'm I'm on that most That's definitely. Yeah, bro. All right, God, I appreciate it. Yeah, God, I didn't. Oh, most definitely, God, I ain't had too much. I just wanted to chime in real quick on the topic. No doubt, bro. Appreciate you. Peace to the God. For sure. Peace to the God, brother. All right, let's go to 909-490. Nine oh nine four nine zero. Sorry about that. <laughs> I had to unmute myself. Hi, I'm calling from Southern California. How are you this evening? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. Um, I I was um interested in what you were talking about tonight, and um, the former caller was talking about um incorporating country or companies, but in actuality, it was. Um, the denationalization that had, had occurred, which basically converted um, our laws true. to corporate laws, and so we're all operating under cor- yeah under corporate laws. So those warrants, those search warrants, have corporate. our straw man, if you will, name. We're not actually the person. The yes, <laughs> that's on those. And that's a lot of people don't understand that, and that's unfortunate. But corporate law um, operates under status, status, status standing and agency in order for them to actually apply to you. And, you know, what happens when you end up going to court is if you get one of those search warrants that our lovely government, you know, imposes upon us. I mean, good grief, all these laws after the Patriot Act, it just sucks. Um, but... <laughs> but, one but, thing, but those um, apply to but, but those apply to to U.S. citizens, right? Uh, because right. that reasonable expectation, that assumption there is there. They apply I've, seen, to the citizens. I've seen people do injunctions and go right around the TSA. Right, right. You can um, the actual corporation itself operates. I'm sure you know um, in the District of Columbia. And so unless you volunteer by saying, yes, you are a U.S. citizen, that's the only way that that they can do anything to you is if you volunteer by saying, yes, I'm a U.S. citizen. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, there there was something that you were going to say in the beginning that I called, and and, and you you said country. And you, you realize that every state of, which is the contingency of all the 50 states plus the other ones, are all actually yeah. incorporated states. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and that's when they had agreed to join the union. Um, but then, you know, because we are still maintain our sovereignty, right. you know, if it wasn't our governors that basically sold us out in pretty much each state by depending on the federal government, which was created by we the people, but and we're supposed to maintain our states independently, but we depend so much on on the group as a whole. On the federal government, federal yes, we did. Yeah. That's right. You know, that's that right. we pretty much now, gave now, up those now, what's interesting, it, well, now, what's interesting is that 
those rights are are given up at birth through naturalization, through the process of the birth certificate. Yeah. So as long as you're walking around with a birth certificate that hasn't been authenticated, number one, and received mm-hmm. back into your possession, you, mm-hmm. you, you're still essentially a naturalized person. Mm-hmm. Under the law and, and the jurisdiction of the 14th Amendment. Yes, and that's which, what allows us to enact um, our protections that are the amendments of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, because the, the Constitution doesn't give us our rights or the amendments right. and, and the Bill of Rights. They, they, they're there to protect them, and so many law authority people, they just throw it out. It's just gone, you know, like you were talking earlier about the statutes. And, you know, policies and regulations and things like that. Policy is not law. And and so many times they use that to intimidate people, you know, and, and they'll get no, it every time. No, it's of law. Yeah, it, it, it's actually it's ex post facto. People don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what we're talking about. This is, you see, the creation of that is done through the 14th Amendment. Once again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing I would highly recommend for people to... Um, look into would be as far as when you enter the court, never enter past that little swingy door before the judge where those tables are because then you're boarding his ship and you don't want to do that because then you can't enact any of your rights that are protected under Constitution because they don't recognize the Constitution as law in those courts. Um, as you know, well, it's the merits This is law. the reason why we teach, I, I don't know how long you've been listening to us, but one of, one of the, the principles that, that we teach is that you have to use the organic constitution in your state. You have to put a certified copy of it in, right? And mm-hmm. you have to do that every single time you go in their courtroom. And you have to make them take judicial notice of it, right? That's the only way that you really should be entering into their courtroom. Right, right. But should you, if you stay in the gallery, there's still you're still not in operating under their laws. Excuse me? Well, te- 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 well I call it the peanut gallery. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Technically, <laughs> yeah, but te- yeah. technically, if, if, if we're, if we're going to be politically correct here, when you walk into that courtroom, they're under the assumption that everybody in there is a U.S. citizen. So mm-hmm. the only thing that's going to distinguish you, and if you have a case, and you, and you decide that you don't want to step over them bounds, they, there's nothing stopping them from arresting you in there, right? So mm-hmm. the best position to go into that courtroom is with a loaded gun. I'm coming up in, not literally, but metaphorically. I'm coming up mm-hmm. in there with all of my paperwork that proves you don't have any jurisdiction. The Constitution is the main thing. First of all, this courtroom is color of law. Y'all operating under color of law. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all mm-hmm. operate under the 14th Amendment. Right. That's, that's first and foremost. There have been many people who Absolutely, put the Constitution you're correct. Who have won. Yeah. Not you're the federal Constitution. Right. The state Constitution. That's correct. And, so and not usually, the like, right, right. I would say, so you walk into that court, you don't go past those boundaries, you stay in a gallery, and so when they call your name, and you're here. I'm in regard to this matter. Judge asks, are you John Q. Defendant? 
I'm here in Propia Persona, making special appearance in Grantor and beneficiary of the estate being administered in this case relating to the named defendant. I'm not here as a representative capacity. This is a court of record, correct? The judge says yes. Great. For the record, I reserve all rights at all times and waive none. So the judge says, who are you? What's your name? If you're not John Q. Defendant, we'll deem him absent, issue a warrant, and proceed accordingly. They try railroad. The judge says, I'm not, I'm not here to help administer this matter. We want to be friendly. And for the benefit of the court, this is you speaking or me speaking, if the prosecutor has a valid claim against me, the man who is a beneficiary to the estate of the defendant, let me see it. And I'll tell you if I am the named party or not. And this goes to the birth certificate thing that you were talking about, which is the name in all caps. So, Mr. Prosecutor, please present me with the verified claim. Well, you won't be able to <laughs> because you're, the name on that is not you. And so exactly. you go now, on. I'd like to point out, this is another reason mm-hmm. why we use Prince versus Tagliaro for the case law. We really, you know, very rarely do we... We use congressional records a lot, but very rarely do we use case law. But in this instance, a prosecuting attorney is not a first-hand witness. Mm-hmm. He was not there to see you commit any goddamn thing. So his 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 statement gets thrown out right off the bat. Right. The counsel and brief are not sufficient for arguments and summary judgment. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right with that. Same with the judge. He's just a man in a robe. He's an he's an attorney in a robe. You know that was appointed to that. Yes. Okay. Magistrate. I'm sorry. I stand corrected. <laughs> we need to. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. Well, yeah. it's important. Yeah. You're right. I mean, it's correcting me. They're not invoking that jurisdiction. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's straight magistrate right there. So what we're talking mm-hmm. about is you're staying in Article One unless you put the Constitution in. And then you invoke the Article Three jurisdiction by yes. telling them, "Hey, y'all supposed to take judicial notice of this shit right here." Mm-hmm. He's gonna, yeah, you're right, and he's gonna try. And where that arrest comes in, you were talking about, you know, as far as going into the gallery, even so, they'll they'll try and get you to come through. Come on through, you know, you're all right. We're just we need to take care of this matter, and you're like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Judge, yes, for the exactly record, if I cross yes. that bar, if I cross that bar, am I entering into a contract with the court? Yes or no? Judge, and if well, he answers whatever I, I would, it is. I would, like to, I, would like to think, I would like to think that that's not what it, the contract really didn't start there. Let's say if you're, if you're out driving a, a, a motor vehicle and you got a driver's license in your hand, that's, that's where the contract started. Yeah, that's, that's where it but, started. Yeah, well, crossing the bar, which is that little door thingy, like I said, that, you know, while you're not sitting in the audience, that's also considered a contract. When you cross that, you're telling the court, okay, I'm going to abide by whatever you tell me and basically waive all my rights under Repub- under the laws of the Republic, which is the Constitution. So, so you know, it's, that's important, too, for judges who understand is, it, because judges today that, that don't get ship. it. That is yeah. the ship. It, it's the ship. And the judge sits at the top of the ship. You know, I, listen, I, I think that, you know, what you, you make some very interesting points here. And, and I think that whether you decide to go across the, the little doors or not, 
when you step in that particular venue, mm-hmm. there, there there's a certain amount of uh, ammunition you gotta have behind you. <laughs> oh, there it is, expectation. Yeah, absolutely. They got one. <laughs> you should have one too. Yeah, I was listening. You know, <laughs> when you were talking. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, thank you for your call. I appreciate you calling. Well, thank you for taking my call and just keep spreading truth and, and educating people because it's so important that we rein in this government authority, whether it's the police, whether it's our state government or federal government, because they've been running rampant way too long. And people are just getting run right over and thrown in jail or fined where they don't have money and they didn't do anything wrong, mm-hmm. but they intimidate and they bully. And it's just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and a, a lot of it comes from our ignorance, too. You know, our lack of, you know, we're very uh, docile. People are, you know, watered down. You know, they're not, nobody's reading the laws. You know, people are, some people are reading the laws. We're waking up. People are waking up. Mm-hmm. But we have to, we got to become more consistent with it. Everybody got the same information. We can all be uh, 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 armed with, with the same amount, you know, of knowledge. We can all come into the gate the same way. We can all pass mm-hmm. through the doors the same way. Well, you can, you said it about the best way possible, yeah. and and it's because of people like you that that educate us out here, you know, that do reading and so forth. But then when you put it into context, like you did tonight, um, it really helps just kind of put it all together. So thank you for that. Absolutely, thank you. I appreciate you calling. All righty, take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, that's what's up. Peace to the God. Let's go to uh, let's see eight one three. The same one. Eight one three four three one. That's the same caller. No, uh, peace to the God. Okay, here we go. Yeah, peace to the God. What's going down? How you doing, brother? Man? That was a nice conversation we had. Man, I'm glad to hear people like that listening, man. That's what's up? Yeah, uh-huh. it was. It was. She hopped off quick too. She might. She might have been an agent. <laughs> Yeah, I might have been, but sure. <laughs> it's all good. You, you know, see, see, the thing is, 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 is she had, she came on with a good spirit, though. She was ready to drop information, yeah. and and, and what she yeah. said, what she said was really important. Definitely, definitely. That's why I said it was a nice conversation. So I mean, spirit felt nice to me too. So I ain't, I ain't feeling no ill will. So I don't think you know, agency. It's no, nice, absolutely though. not. Well, 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 you know, hey, listen, messages coming off forms, all shapes and sizes, dog. You know, yeah. now, uh, what's up, bro? How you doing? I I know we got we got some business we got to handle too. What's up with you? Yeah, yeah, man. I, I need you so bad, man. I'm in a situation, man. No homo. I like, yeah. I feel, no, no, no homo. I'm kind of homeless right now, man. I'm staying with my partner, man. I ain't got no home no more, you know. Y'all broke up my happy home. Uh, y'all stopped making me read the Bible, so I got to pick with Jonah. Y'all broke up my happy home. Uh, so. I ain't make you read no Bible. I ain't. I did not make you pick up no Bible. Nigga, pick no, up a thousand and one night, Arabian nights. That was the problem. Y'all, y'all stopped making me read the Bible, and I started listening to y'all. Oh, so the, shit. See? <laughs> She she said, nigga, the devil are going to Yeah, yeah, for real. For real. For real. See, I don't for know real. who you is no more, nigga. For real, for real. 
put that down. If not, if you want to stay private, I get it. I completely understand it. But if that's somewhere where you plan on being for a minute, you might want to put that down. Okay. Okay. I thought about it. I definitely thought about that. But I need to say hey, you dig what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely dig what you're saying because I wanted to do it, but I know the police be popping up. So I didn't want to blow them while I ain't here. You know? Oh, oh yeah. Well, well, well you know, motherfuckers stay popping up. Hopefully, nigga, you ain't got no warrants. <laughs> yeah, he's got a, he's crystal clean. He's got a, a conceal. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so okay. He's, hey, he just got Okay, well, you good then. <laughs> But what you need to do, though, straight up, though, is that's why we developed MakeMoreCredit.com because you're in the position where you need to get a CPN, right, or an estate, or, you know, take your estate number and get it cracking. I got one, but it's in my showman kind of name, and if they run the name, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to come up with a background, you know. Ah, okay, well, yeah, you need to holler at the private thing, man. Or get you a business. Yeah, you got a lot of options. Man, that's, I'm trying to, I was trying to talk to you, Joe. I got all my questions that I need answered. I just want to <laughs> on the line. Okay, I, I got you. I'm going to give it to you after the show, bro. Okay, man, definitely. I appreciate it because I got a lot to talk about, man. I appreciate you, man. Uh, okay, bro, no time, problem. Man. All right, all right peace, peace. All right, let's go to uh, 314-276. What's up with you? Yo, what up? What up, what up? Yo, hey, uh, Joey, I just wanted to say, man, I appreciate what y'all doing, man. I've been listening to all these other YouTube guys out here. I'm happy I finally found you and uh, Jonah probably last year. And, uh, man, I know, y'all just... Yeah, y'all dropping that knowledge, man. I plan on uh, coming to Memphis to come check y'all out. What's the topic on that? Yeah, we're going to be going over nationality in Memphis. Okay, that's, that's the only thing y'all talking about is nationality? Well, you know, we're, talking, we're, going, to, we're going to teach you how to correct the problem. Okay. Um, you know, well, we're going to teach you how, how, to, how to go in and fix the problem. You know, we're going to show you the history behind it. You know, we'll show you the laws. You know, normally what happens, bro, is we don't be having enough time in the seminars to go over other topics because it's a one-day seminar. So we focus okay. on, on nationality real heavy that day because that's really where the big problem is. Now, we're going to be doing, you know, some credit seminars and stuff like that going into 2020. You know, so you can look out for those. But, yeah, this is a strictly nationality seminar. You're going to come and get that, that knowledge on how to, how to get yourself out. Okay. Uh, well, I'm fresh out the box, man. I'm I'm just getting started. So I think um, I just did the birth certificate. I need to get on that injunction. I see how important that is. Um, I got a team of people. I hope they got on this call with me. And uh, I'm trying to help them ride out as well. So I guess uh, my next thing is to get this injunction going. I don't know if... Uh, yeah, you got to get your injunction going, man. That's very important. Very important. Okay. Yeah, the nationality sounds like it's just as important to pull us up. Where are you from? This uh, plantation that we're in. I'm in St. Louis City. I'm in the moat. Okay. Okay, so, good. So, what, what I want you to do is go and get you a copy of the Missouri Constitution. Pull you a copy. Now, you from said the it, it has to be before 1933. 
But I honestly say this, it should be before 1871. Oh, 18, before 1871. And I will have to yeah, contact a, the Library a, of Congress. No, no, you need to go to the Missouri Archives Department. Okay. Anytime that you're looking for a constitution in your state, you want to go to the Archives Department. Really, to be honest okay. with you, anytime you see a provision, uh, uh, article, anything that was written in your state that may be of some type of significant importance, go to your state archives department. Okay, and they'll see, when they send me a copy of that, that'll be uh, authenticated already? Yep. When it comes from the archives okay. department, sometimes you got to ask them, you know, make sure. Hey, I need you to make sure that it's authenticated. You know, put your seal on it. That's what you want to ask them. Put your seal on it. Now, with Missouri, uh, you got to ask them to put the ribbon on it. Okay. And what does the uh, the ribbon entail? I mean, what's the background on the well, ribbon? It's, no, no, it's just, it, no, it just certifies that it's real. Okay. That's all. It comes from the it, it comes from it comes from the archives department. The archives department put their seal on it. Then what you do is you take it. If you want to do it further, you can authenticate it, and then you take it, and then you take it to the Secretary of State, and let them authenticate the notary. Okay. You now, um, I was on your site. Is it better to get the regular injunction or the super injunction? I see you had the. Uh, you know what? I, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you asked that. Get start with the regular injunction, bro. The, okay. The, the super inju- the super injunction is, is really. It was it's, it's supposed to be meant for your passport that, in that instance. Right? Okay, because I got a passport too. I, I I know I got to change that over as well. Yeah, you got to change that over if it's not correct. But start start with the first steps. You, you need to start with the birth certificate correction. That that's really where you dive in and start at. Okay, I did the birth certificate already, so I need to get the uh, Missouri injunction, the regular. Yep, that's correct. Okay. Also, man, I hate to say this, but since I've been listening to your show and the uh, Jonah show, the the businesses I've been setting up, they all set up wrong. I got them all set up on the LLC. But um, okay. he explained how to change all, all right. of that, you know, drop a period well, at a, the end. LLC, let me tell you like this, LLC is not the worst thing to have. It's just that you, you need to take yourself off of it as the owner. Right, um, and what you gotta do is take yourself off over there as the owner. You actually need to turn around and then put your trust on there as the owner, and then you can do a DBA for your title in the company. So if you're doing business as the CEO, you can have a DBA for that. Okay, now um, I haven't been using those EIN numbers either, so that's not which, a problem. EIN numbers, numbers. I would, it, it would be on the business that I created. Um, well, I mean, you know, that's not a problem either. If you got EIN numbers for your business, you can do a lot with those. You can go to makemorecredit.com, the site that we set up, and, and go get you some trade lines for that business. You could do a lot with that business. Okay. So I just definitely you have know. to do the name change on it and pass it over to the trust. Yeah, you, you can still use the bit. See, see, I don't want y'all to see. A lot of people get it confused. If you have an LLC already existing, right, 
you can always go set up an unincorporated structure, no problem. But if you have this LLC, you already created it. So the best thing to do other than getting rid of it is to put it under a trust and then recognize the fact that you still have an EIN number for it. So the EIN number still is still valid. You can still do business with that EIN. You can still turn around and use the EIN and go get credit. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely gonna have to uh make some moves on that because I haven't been using any of that uh business credit. Every time I get something, I was actually turning credit away, man. When it came to the business, I was trying to do it oh, all out of my pocket. I see, I see that I was doing it all wrong because I was running myself in the ground using my own cash. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. It's a it's a message to the madness. I believe me, I know. If you're having trouble, you can always go pick up the uh, business credit webinar that I did. Okay. That'll help you with the basics of it. And that's also if you don't want to buy no trade line, you know, you can go get that webinar and that'll help you out as well. It's just a really slow method, you know, of building that business up versus a trade line, you know, it's it's ASAP. Okay, so I, I need to uh, I need to get that injunction webinar and uh, probably a template. Where where should I go after that, man? When I'm when I'm making the move, should I do the business credit thing or should I uh, do a discharge webinar well, or something like that? Well, you know that's I would I'm gonna tell you like this. That's gonna be a decision you got to make based on your circumstances. If you got any problems that you want to deal with, then I would say yeah, you might want to. It, you know, get one of those, get a, a discharge webinar to get rid of bills or something, or student loans or something. Or if you, or if you're completely free of that shit, work on your freedom. Freedom is the first thing anyway. Right. That's the, well, that's I got the this first thing we all been got. hanging over my. I got this oh, mortgage yeah. that's been hanging over oh, my head. Yeah, I've been like, man, you got a mortgage. You definitely want to get your discharge off. Right. You know that'll free up a lot of chips. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. You know, the thing about mortgages is that, you know, those are really hard to get rid of because mortgage-backed securities are really hard to get rid of. <laughs> the United States uses securities. That's how they operate. So you, you're trying to discharge a security, you know, you got to know what you're doing. So that's why I say that just takes a little time. But if that's on your plate, start working on it. Start learning about it. Start reading the, the bank officer's manual. That's going to teach you how to properly write a discharge check. Okay. Yeah, I was I was listening to Jonah. He was like, take the uh, take the avenue with the less least resistance. I, I forgot how he phrased it. Yeah, with the least resistance. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true. It's true. If you can if you can go up a hill. Or around the corner, right? It, it may be easier to just go around the corner versus going up the hill, right? To get to the same destination. So, you know, that that's kind of the thought pattern behind that. All right, hey, on the subject that you was kicking on today, man, for somebody yes. that hasn't done any of these processes that we uh, we working on, and they get approached by the police on the street. You, the, you know the search and seizure thing happens. I mean, mm-hmm. 
you know, most of the time with the cops here in Missouri, they they really don't pay no attention to that. They like, hey, we ain't got nothing well, to do with the Constitution. It's, it's, not, it's not that they don't pay attention to it. It's not that they don't pay attention to it. It's not in their system for them to pay attention to it. You haven't initiated the process, right? Okay. You 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 haven't done what we do, what we've been talking about, which and I'll say I'll say it again for you. It's called legal expectation. You haven't given a legal expectation to these folks. So every county in St. Louis that you travel in, God. You got to have an injunction in with that sheriff. Hey, I'm traveling to your county. I expect y'all to, if one of your officers pull me over while I'm in the county, I expect y'all to follow the rules. The real rules. Not the ones that y'all made up. I don't, I'm not right. everybody else. How long do you think it uh take one of those processes to go through with the sheriff and the uh, governor and all of that? Oh, I mean... We're we talking about an injunction, but you put your injunction in, it's based off of when you put it in, when they receive it. You got to do three notices. Okay. You got to do an administrative process. You got to do your administrative process on them. Once they, trust me, once they get it, they've gotten it. it it's been received. But you got to do the process. Right. Might want to get yourself, you might want to get the injunction webinar too. That will help you out a lot. Oh, uh, most definitely. I got to get that. I ain't you got need to get that from my site. You need to get that from Jonah's site. That's yeah. That that's a tough one. You need that. Nobody got time okay. for that. Right. Well, all right, man. That's all I had for you, man. All I right, appreciate God. y'all uh, kicking the knowledge. No Peace to the God. No doubt, God. We was kicking the bobo. Peace to God. All right. Uh, let's go to two one five six one seven. You're on the line. Two one five six one seven. You on the line? Yo. All right, we gonna keep it moving. Four four nine nine zero. What up? You on the line? Peace to the God. What up? Peace to the God. Going on, Joey. Ah, Jonah. Peace to the guy. I didn't even recognize Damn, you. Damn, nigga, you just caught my voice. <laughs> That's bullshit. What the fuck? What's up, nigga? Welcome to the show. Chilling, chilling. Well, I, thanks for having me. You know, it took me long enough. Well, shit. Shit, nigga, you should have texted me. I'm like, yo, this nigga don't even remember my number by heart no more when he see it. Nigga, nigga, I wasn't even looking at the phone, nigga. You should have texted me. What's good, man? Nah. Well, welcome to the show. We in overtime. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I seen you was in overtime. You know. Yeah, I like I like the way you went over the old information, telling them what that injunction is. It's showing them your expectations of uh, how they need to act according Yo. to the real law. Yo, that's one of the things you brought out in the very beginning, bro. <laughs> I know, but see. A lot of people need us to reiterate stuff. You know what I mean? Because you yes, know, when the first time they hear it, they don't hear it, but they listen. The second, they get in the grasp. The third time, aha, they know what they're doing. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm 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 gonna say this, right? When you first did the injunction, did you do the injunction 
with the intent of protecting your home? Or did you do it with the intent of protecting just your general freedoms? I did it with the, uh, the sense of protecting my general freedoms. Like when I first did my injunction, I was doing it to shut down. I had about 10 fucking driving cases I needed shut down. I needed yep. them to stop yep. fucking with me while I was driving. I needed them to stop coming to my house. And you know what's <laughs> crazy is, yep. Joey, because um, I was a real troublemaker. And my business at the time was helping people with their mortgages. So they were coming after me hard. And which is kind of normal for me. They 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 just secret services pop up at the crib and all that. So, you know, I had to do some things to stop that. But what I noticed is, like, even now, uh, someone hit me up in the text and was like, yo, every fucking body talking about the civil rights of 1866, right? I, yeah, I, I, I saw it on the, on, the, on the gram, right? I, yeah. Yes! <laughs> yo, yeah, I, I saw know, that. Yeah. Yo, you know, Tosh Tariq did a video maybe two months ago dissing the Civil Rights Act and he brought up the 1866 said it was repealed. I'm like, what? Yo, what's the matter with this nigga? That's not true. Ask Byron it was Allen if it's fucking uh, uh, repealed. It was, not, it was never repealed. became a billionaire off of this shit. Another woman won her case. I'm like, are you are you serious, dude? Taj, why yeah, would you tell exactly. people the shit been repealed? People don't even because, know about the law. How the fuck? Well, how they gonna repeal well, something that our ancestors that put in place? Exactly, it's organic. You know? it's a, you can't it's repeal organic. something that's organic. We talking about Nigga. the Iroquois Confederation put that in place. They don't under, A lot of people really don't understand the Iroquois Confederation was your mm-hmm. federal government. Right. And, and and what happened is these white people took over and adopted the Iroquois Confederation, so they took over the government. But anything the Iroquois put in place, as uh, as people know it, it's called in Congress assembly, is there. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing that can happen to it. But now, now you know what's interesting. Say, uh, I was going to say, you know what's interesting is that. They call that the great law of peace. Yes. Right? Yes. And so, now, the thing, wants to look the, that up, the thing is, that's really, really interesting is the fact that, you know, y'all really got to realize when y'all fucking with us, y'all getting the top information first. Everyone else will come behind us and talk about it after we taught them. And it's the same thing with the injunction. It's the same thing with the injunction. The injunction came. It was ahead of its time. Whatever the ancestor give us is ahead of its time. It's just uh, like like now, all of a sudden, people want to put those insignia and seals on their body. Yo, y'all got it from us first. I told yeah, y'all, stop letting me tell you about this gold. You need this gold on to heal the body, to protect yep. yourself from spells and all this shit. And this is one of the main reasons why we told y'all to read A Thousand and One Nights. One Nights, yes it because is. Because it's going to tell you. They was draped in gold. 
And it's going to tell you what that goal was doing for them. You know? (laughs) So that's the proof in the pudding. But my whole point is, y'all getting the information here first and the correct information because we the ones who did the research. The rest of these people are just regurgitating. Over and over. So, yeah, y'all definitely got to do the injunction right after you authenticate and all that because it's all about freedom. It's all about Nigga, that's where it now, also, the That's really where it starts. Said, yeah. The brother has said, you know, is that all we're going to talk about in the seminar? We never just always talk about that. We always talk about nothing but brand new information in the seminar. Yeah, every time. Tell you the truth. The people that was at the seminar learned about the uh, Civil Rights Act before I even put it on the air. Right? Now, uh, we, we're always going to give you a new topic, but we don't let no, nobody know what we're going to talk about before you get there. Yeah, yeah that's real. That's you real. Know, and you know what's uh, funny is that, nigga, last, the last seminar, nigga, we had a bunch of new information that we brought out. So it's whole constantly building. Whole new seminar, you know. Whole new, but what Joey's telling y'all, we focus on y'all. Doing that nationality is number one. Man, that's so important. It's, bro. it's number one. Like, like, like that. Yo, would you say health, freedom, and then wealth? Yes. In that order. And never break that chain. In that order. In that order. Yeah, man. It never yeah, changes. Man. Now, now, since you're on, I gotta yeah. ask you. How okay. do you feel? About this case, you know, with, with this lady and these people running up in her crib and shooting her in the same style that they shot this other guy. Yeah, that you know, old lady, And how this right? pertains to the search and seizure. Yeah, this, they run up in that lady's yeah, crib, yeah, you know. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Now, you remember that that one chick? The uh, you played her audio, the the Corinne, the Corinne baby, whatever. What, what was that chick? Yeah, saying? you know, Corinne one, uh, Game. Corinne Game, Game, right now. Now yeah. they ran up. They ran up in her shit too. Yes. This is a, so this what, is immediately why you have to what what you talked about today. You got to get that injunction, and you got to tell them what your expectation is. You got to tell them you know about these other laws that came before this Fourteenth Amendment, and and the Fourteenth Amendment and all of that U.S. citizenship. Is is feudal law or it's 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 special law? It has nothing to do with you. You have the, the only That's right. listen. It's a maximum law. The maximum law talks about the only way to have rights is to know them and know how to protect them, know how to enforce them. If you don't, yep. you don't have no rights. And Legal that's what they're running around. What they're too used to people uh-huh. not having any rights. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What's the old that's day? That's the norm. He who, he who, he who uh, fails to protect his rights has no. Exactly. Exactly. The more of y'all, like I wish y'all all did the injunction as much as y'all did authentication of the birth certificate. I never understood how 
everyone fucking through our yeah, education. Of, we, you got niggas that been listening to us for years that has not done their years. injunction. They do their injunction Yo. once they get in trouble. That's facts right there. You right about that. I've seen that happen quite I a bit never too. I don't understand that. that. I never you understood would think that y'all that would be y'all's, uh, y'all, y'all will get your 9-8, y'all will get your estate, but you won't put all the bills in the <laughs> estate name and get it out to your, your straw man. All of that says you have no right. All of that says that you, you haven't made up your mind. You don't know what you're Peter doing. You, you, you serving two masters. On the fence. Yeah, they on the fence. Yep, on I the don't fence. understand that. You cannot be double-minded. Yo, the Bible tells you that. But that's that's why the other day I read the Bible to them. I'm going to start doing that. Reading a little verse from no. the Bible. Because you know what? <laughs> I really recognize that the, the people Bible. really don't know the Bible. They're going to think you turn in they the really Bible. They don't know what's in their Bible. Well... They don't know what's in the Bible because it was never taught to them properly. And it was always taught exactly. from an indoctrination standpoint versus a standpoint exactly. of, hey, this is history, but it's been twisted like a children's story. Yes. So you don't quite grasp what this is. Fallen angels in the Bible is the same shit as the Elohim coming down off the spaceships, nigga. Exactly. Your great ancestors. Exactly. They don't, they don't get that the fallen angels... The 200 fallen angels is all yeah. the same angels as the angels that was talking to you throughout the whole Bible. Every angel what they fell because every angel came down to the planet. Well, they said they came down in chariots of fire. That sounded to me like you yes. niggas riding in spaceships that got knocked down that was on fire. <laughs> nah, they, 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 it wasn't even spaceships that was uh, knocked down. Them niggas just came down in the spaceship, and you know how the the burners have to burn for it to land. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. It was on. It was on fire. Well, you know. They so they kept, landed. They, they riding around in their chair. The rockets to land. You know, and um, it is what it is. See, a lot of that history, a lot of that information is so hidden from us. It's it's tough. So away. hidden. It's esoteric but, information. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you put up a lot of a lot of Doctor York shit, man, and he's talking about it. But he's broke it down. His head. But check it, check it. People don't fuck with Doctor York because why? Uh, supposedly, because the the powers that be that lies every day told you he raped kids. I ain't fucking with that mm. child molester. Mm. Yo, well, well they trying to tell y'all like that. That has nothing to do with the information, though. If his information's right, his information is right. You know what I mean? Yeah, Fuck right. the man. Get the info. Listen, man. And that, that's what it's about. No homework. Yeah. We could be. No we can go to our next seminar in t- Tennessee, right? And we'll be in the restaurant eating. Lunch or after the, the seminar They can send a transvestite up to you A woman You drinking with her We talking with her We laughing and all that shit Right They getting pictures of you with this woman 
Later on, they put it in the um, public eye that that was a transvestite. And then say, you fucking oh, transvestite. Eddie Murphy shit. Awesome, awesome yeah. young buck Eddie Murphy shit, huh? Yeah. That's fucked yeah, up. Yeah. Or, and and, with, and I, I seen that new Will Smith movie, right? Gemini Man. They are so ill with the technology of making pictures. They can make y'all see whatever they want y'all to see. It doesn't even have to be true. They can just make it up. Oh, you can't believe shit you see nowadays, man. Straight hologram. They got holograms. Right right in your face. The the Spider-Man, the last Spider-Man movie was all about, the villain was a dude who did holograms in the regular streets. Made everyone believe See? You know what's interesting about that is that that's to me all that is is a way for them to uh incorporate they 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 new world order whatever you want to call that shit, right? Yes. Cuz you know, think about this, bro. After a while, they can have judges in there as holograms in the courtroom and just slaying you. Ain't listening just to slaying your ass. Cause it's a hologram. It's a fucking program. It can't Man, even hear ho- Man, Listen, bro. They can't even. Uh, come on, bro. See no evil. You hear know. no evil. Speak no evil. That's why it's all about freedom and getting shit done before they implement their plans. Come on, dog. It's coming. Go look at the Minority Report. Mm-hmm. You know. And that's real, on, man. And that's my concern, even with YouTube. It's so much misinformation on YouTube from these so-called teachers. I had a consultation yes, today, and I was talking to the brother, and he was like, you know, what about the uh, SPC, secure part? I'm like, it don't work. Here's the oh, going on. Boy. I said, man. And I says, well, hold on. And I named the top people that teach SPC. Tazadop. Yusuf L. And I said, now, yes, do. if what they said is true, I said, they say when you do your secure party creditor, you can discharge anything. And I said, if that was true, That's a damn lie. shouldn't those guys be rich? Yeah, shouldn't they be rich? It's I said, lie. yo, you can, if you could discharge anything, then that means you buy a house, you discharge that shit, move someone else buy in it, buy another house, car. discharge that yep. shit. You would become. It would be impossible for you not to be rich if you can be discharge rich. You be. And you I said, be. all the niggas is broke, my nigga. So how could they be telling you the truth? I think Tommy Doc needs to hit y'all from an apartment. You know, so they he do you know, it from where? An apartment. Mm-hmm. I see that. It is an apartment. apartment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's an apartment. I mean, no, no disrespect. Yeah, he lives bro, in an apartment. I'm pretty sure it is. No disrespect. Yeah, you know. We're just talking about success. Yo, they can't so, be. It can't work. And I had broke down quite a few things that was on, you know, uh, YouTube. And I was like, yo, look, start looking at these people's wealth. Because if you're telling me you could do what you can do, you would be wealthy. There's something wrong with yo, that, man. If they're not yo, wealthy, you gotta they got to be lying. Yo, you, what you got to look at 
watching somebody's pro- progression. Are you constantly yeah, progressing? They, they, Have you they made progression? Start off broke. They can start off broke, but as they keep on going along over the years, what's happening? Yeah. Are you building? Are you progressing? Yo, dog, you, mm-hmm. everybody knows. Like I said earlier, man, when I got on the radio, I was teaching. I was still on the radio. And, and before that, nigga, I was washing cars. Mm-hmm. What's in my yeah, you well, nigga, we were still, I was still doing the show. <laughs> hey, I love it. I love it. I love it. But I, I got to tell you. I hear the story of times, y'all. Hey, but it's so true because niggas can relate to that shit. You know how many niggas is out here working every day, bro? Busting their ass. Now, now, hold on. While you was washing cars, was you in tip-top shape, though? I was, though. Mm. I really was, though. Mm. Really but was. my point is, but, you, they see the progression. Well, they see the progression. I'm going to be back. I'm, I'm getting back in tip-top shape right now. <laughs> yeah. So... I don't need no. I don't need. I don't need to. Do I mean, that I ain't gonna front. Money get to your head, man. You know, you making money. You eat out every day. You drinking. You going to the clubs later on. Drinking, eating. That should have get you fat. You catch up to me. That should have get you fat. And then you wake it up does. and be like, wait a minute. All this weight then snuck up on me. Let me get my shit in order. I did the same thing, y'all. I did the same <laughs> thing. Go and look at Jonas' um, mug shots, man. Shit, go on YouTube good, and look at the videos was a on good, YouTube. It was a good two, it's two twenty, two thirty, fifty, <laughs> two fifty. I was, I was being nice. <laughs> two fifty, two fifty. But you know what, man? It, it's consistency though, because you have more time on your hands when you got your own businesses and shit like that. So. Yes. You got more time on your hands. You got to be more constructive. I get my ass up every yes. day now and go to the gym. Like I gained some weight. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, I got to get my ass back in this gym for real, for real. And now I'm really in. Yeah, it. you got to you got to put yourself but on a schedule. If not a schedule, you would have to change your lifestyle, your eating habits, and all that. And that's 100 percent what I do. I mean. To eat with me, you're going to see, damn, this nigga wastes mad food. I'm not wasting food. Nigga, when I'm full, I yeah, stop this eating. True. This is true. This nigga it doesn't matter how much is on my plate. <laughs> yeah, You have to steak. Be like, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Be like, nigga, you still got a whole steak left here. Yeah, yeah but, but, but it's, it's moderation, know, though. But our, see, our portions in, in America are huge. This is true. Uh, what's our staple? Our portions our staple are is no, huge. Yeah, well, our staple is no longer, you know, well, like, all right, for instance, you go to a, a Dominican Dominican Republic or one of these island countries, the staple is not the meat. It's the rice, potatoes, whatever. The meat's more like a side dish. That's all it is. You know, so That's all it's, it is. it's moderation, bro. I, I just know that when you're doing better in life, you're supposed to do better and eat better and the live better. The more money you have, the more you have to do stuff in moderation because there's no limit for you now. When you're broke, it's, you're limited to what your money can buy. When you don't have that issue no more, now you have to have discipline or money will destroy you. 
lying. Destroy your health. That's true. And everything else with it. Destroy your friendships. If those friendships were worth having. (laughs) You know. We've seen a lot of those. It's just real. Yes. Well, the brother was just on how studying and all that and trying to better himself destroyed his relationship with his wife. She was perfectly cool with uh, doing bullshit, but the minute he tries to do something good, nah, I don't want to be with you. It's it, 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 and it's not just brothers that go through that. There's women that that go through that with guys too. Yeah, they do. They do. But see, here's the thing about it, right? When you're growing and you're developing, whether you're trying to build a business or you're trying to better yourself personally, you gotta. Cut your circle down to a motherfucking period, nigga. Your shit got to be Man. so small. It got to be it's motherfuckers who's who's on the same vibration as you. Growth is lonely, man. <laughs> hey, you ain't lying, bro. Growth is very lonely. <laughs> yeah, this is the truth. I talk about going truth. out it, to it really eat is. shit like that. Half the time, you're only going out to eat because you ain't been around no uh, grown up all damn day. You've been by yourself all damn day. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is true. You want that. So you that go out just to have interactions with people. Well, that's growth. As you as you grow, you you lose motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. Yeah, you you don't have time for everybody bullshit. can't go. Like if you notice, most people friends are there for them to do mischief. You know, they, yep. they help you and encourage you to do all types of bullshit. The same bullshit that's holding back your growth and making you poor. Friends are talking you into going out when you know, they know bills is coming. Damn well. It's time to pay the no, rent damn and all well that. Damn well going out. Right. And y'all go out especially then. Matter of fact, it seemed like that's the main time they want to go out. So now, when they broke. y'all didn't party. <laughs> you didn't spend money you didn't have. And guess what? Now you worried about how you're going to pay your bills. And women's friends are very good at making them do that. Women go out. Oh, yes, every, they are. I was out yesterday. It's two tables that's next to me. I'm by myself. I'm smoking hookah, drinking, eating. These chicks are sitting there for hours. Hour with water. Only one chick was feeling. There was one chick that had one drink. What one drink? I was like, this shit's incredible. That's funny shit. This shit. Dressed to the T, y'all. Dressed to the T. I said oh, dress, to myself, maybe dressed to the dressed to the nine, like a motherfucker. But ain't got, yeah, ain't it'd be no nine dollar outfit. Nine dollar outfits from the mall. But uh, I'm like, why are y'all make them look good? You can't, yeah, just uh, you can't afford to be out. Why are you even out? Now, the really? front, I'm looking at the brothers, and the brothers, they got their drinks, they got weed, they rolling up weed, they doing all types of shit, and I'm like, wow. Brothers is the ones with wow. with the capital, but it's it's women out here with capital. But you won't find them in there. Uh, 
You know, Sometimes. Joey, I go oh, you, to all, you different, in, you I, I go to all different types of places. We were at, me and Shell, my wife, we were at the uh, W restaurant. It's called Whiskey Blue. Oh. Them girls was dresses supposed to be uh, top ranking, top scale. It's the W Hotel, right? Them chicks was broke as fuck. Same thing going on. I'm telling you, that's the norm here in Atlanta. That's the new. They go the out for money. Well, see, because their friend did. talked them into going out when they didn't have the money. That's my point. If you ain't got the money, now, keep your ass at home. Yeah, you need to stay at home. I, I completely agree with you. Now, well, here's the thing, though. When you're doing things like that, right? When you when you are consciously saying, "I'm gonna go out and spend this motherfucking money," mm-hmm. right? And I'm gonna spend this money, and and when I spend this money, I know, nigga, this is the money I need to pay this bill. You know that's yep. a bad decision. So, yes. the the question to me pops up: At what point do you make the change and say, "This is shit I probably shouldn't be doing." Let me let me They're find better information to help my their friends. friends. When exactly. they change their friends, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. That's real. Your friends that's help real. you do bullshit that you know you ain't supposed to do. This is why when you're on the path of success, you get rid of that circle of friends. That's real. You have you have to. You see what I'm saying? Yes, you have yeah, to. Yeah, or you ain't gonna be successful. So most women always hang around people that's not best for them to hang around with. They encourage him to do all types of bullshit. I mean, a woman could have a good dude and their friend and be like, oh yeah, look at that dude. Yeah, he got money. You should holler at him. Girl, you know I'm in a relationship, so? <laughs> now, here's the thing. I know what y'all yeah, think. That, that Jonah being fucked up. Jonah being fucked up like niggas don't do that. Niggas don't do that. Let me explain something to y'all. A nigga sure, gonna cheat. A nigga gonna cheat. A nigga don't need no one to help him to cheat. A nigga don't wanna holler at a chick because she got money. A nigga wanna holler at a chick because he's attractive. Niggas yeah, don't, like a bro- a nigga don't like a bro- use bro- other niggas <laughs> to cheat. <laughs> so you're wrong nigga. about that. Yeah. I know niggas who brought women over here from third world countries because they loved them, not because of nothing else. They had nothing to offer them. Nothing. But, so Actually, it is the dude knew this chick is going to do him in eventually because she was a, <laughs> a fucking deficit, not an asset. And we do that every day. Even the guys at the bar see this chick ain't got no drink, been sitting there all night. He come over and now, buy her a drink. And then had a nerve to, to buy her broke friend a drink too. Now I have to tell you, there there are there, there are women who who can be assets, right? But 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 there's far and few in between. So I ain't never said women. it's not women that are assets. I'm talking about what I seen this week. <laughs> <laughs> you live in Atlanta. <laughs> I'm talking about what me and my wife seen the weekend before. You understand? I'm talking about specific stuff in my life. I'm not talking about what else. 
because we didn't yeah. see that. We we talk. Well, I'm talking about what me and my wife seen. I'm talking about what I seen yesterday. It, it, I so think that I understand it's becoming more of an issue. Now let me let me explain something. Okay, my wife is something. one of those women that's nothing like that, right? But let me let me show you something. My wife ain't going no fucking where. If I ain't taking her, she ain't going. And not because I'm making her stay at home. It's just that's not who she is. Right? Yeah, exactly. But what she gonna be, she gonna be at ballet, she gonna be at some some shit with Layla School, some shit uh offering time to do something. Like she at the uh market, at the skate park. We talk about daytime shit. Right? You're not gonna catch her in the evening. At the she home. No, you're not. So I'm from what I live, I I think the women that have money, the women that's stable and all that, they're they're like my wife. They're home. You're not gonna catch them out at night. This is, this is so true. I think this is, that's this, this why is very true. at night at night I see those types come out of at women. night. That's why I see freaks yes, come out yes, at night. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> For real, man. You that, see what I'm saying? But listen, man. My mother always told me, "Ain't shit good in the streets past 3 a.m." Shit, 3 a.m. That's late. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Whatever I time. Say, that's the I that's the creeping hour. Shit, yeah, I, I say, say too, 12. You, listen, you're supposed listen, to already listen. finish your night up at 12 and listen, at, got listen. back home by Bruh. 12. Bro, my mama told me yesterday, she said, she said, nigga, you at the age now where you should just do happy hour, nigga, and take your ass home by 7.30. That's what I do. <laughs> Joey, I, said, I get I home right. around 10. You about right. About 10, 12. 12 the latest. Now, check this out. What's ill about it, happy hour is more lit than at 12 o'clock at the, at the little spots anyway. Yeah, it is more than a happy hour. This is true. You meet more people. You meet way more professional people, people coming from work, got money, all of that. The later the night gets, the more women come out and they don't have no money. No disrespect. I'm just saying what I see. If y'all well, see something see, different, is... maybe y'all live in a different type of town. Well, this is indicative of the reason why we be doing shows on, on money and shit like that because I've met brothers who who have met women, you know, who they was trying to get on that page with them. And they needed something, just something. They're like, man, listen, I'm just trying to make my girl sit here and listen to the shows for something because I, I got to yep. get on the same page with me. Yep. A lot of brothers struggling with that. Yep. I mean, just look at... And if y'all disagree with what we're saying, I understand. You have your opinion. You have what you see in life, right? But come on. Go on Instagram right now. If we're exaggerating, go on Instagram right now, and you'll see it. Listen, well, let's take man, a caller. Y'all let's, not seeing... Let's see what they think. Okay. <laughs> y'all not seeing uh, uh, dudes on Instagram shaking their ass. That's all you see. When it comes to our women, <laughs> on Instagram, 
Yo, 786-290. They what up? talking about selling you Jeez. organic food, and they shaking their ass. And this one chick is beautiful. You sent her uh, to me, uh, Joey. She was extremely fit, dark skin, braids. She uh, she worked out. She um, body. Yeah, she's a fitness mom. Yeah, the yeah the the body. Yeah, yeah, mom. yeah. She constantly shaking her ass, and she's supposed to be um conscious. I said I beat. I, I stopped. I unfriended. Yo, yo. Because I'm like I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired yo, of she, you, know tired of her you know what's her crazy? Ass. I'm trying to get the meal plan. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Is, <laughs> exactly. Yo, 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 yo. What's crazy? Is cause she has the meal plan and all that shit out there. And you go to the page, you're like, wait a minute. Man, <laughs> I'm trying well, to get the meal plan. plan. All that. She's showing me this scrumptious ass body, shaking the ass like the strippers. <laughs> I said, oh hell That's no, the smack. I can't take it no more. She trying to, she trying to entice me. That's the devil's work. Oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> So don't hey, say I'm, I'm wrong my because I can put up her post right now yeah, and show y'all. I'm not exaggerating. Joey didn't even know I felt this way about her. <laughs> he felt the same way. I'm trying to get the meal plan. Yo, she drinks Irish Mall. She does all the shit I'm talking about, but all yeah, that selling sexuality, selling, selling sex, I can't fuck with it like that. Yo, but you know what's crazy? A lot of people using that kind of shit to do that now. I've seen I a lot know. of women doing that. It's crazy. I don't I know. know. I've seen a. I, I, I've seen quite a few. You're using the constant shit. This shit is so yoga and crazy, all types. Yo. Of shit. I like yoga. Yo. They'll tell you. They tell you that's the dance moves in Africa. What? Hey, what? what how come you ain't got man. on the African garb doing it? <laughs> <laughs> huh? That's uh, true. True. Maybe so, brother, are we exaggerating, or is that what you see on the ground? No, nah, for sure. That's that's exactly what I see on the ground, man. Yo, so the that, thing and is, then nigga, they got a the lot of times you can't even unfollow that. A lot of that shit, it just pops the fuck up. Yo, it the, up they make hard. sure they they leave all types of sexual shit on your shit that you can't even get rid of off your board. I try. Like man. <laughs> you guys start on Instagram and follow only business. Here. I think Instagram ain't nothing but uh, prostitution. In general, it ain't nothing but prostitution. It's the, it's you the new back page. Yeah. <laughs> Did you it's the new back page. How they got all these young girls. These girls is in high school. And they got them with makeup looking like grown ass women looking super good. And they talk about following them and da da da. I'm like, look at this shit right here. This is a charge. Man, listen, if you ain't careful, this is yeah, this is the reason why you have to use Instagram as a tool. Because if you know, if you yeah, don't, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people using it for personal shit. Use that motherfucker like a tool. What's sad I'm about it shit. is, do your business um, on there. That's who everyone follows is that type of shit. All that sex shit. All the women. Like, the women ain't got nothing to offer, but they got a half a million followers. And I'm like, damn, girl, you got that many followers. You better at least be uh, doing some advertising. You got, you make yeah, some damn money a, a, lot a, 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 a lot of them do. A lot of them do. A lot of them be selling bikinis yeah. and shit like that. 
Trying to get my um hookah shit, my hookah lounge. Why? Yeah, no because doubt. Niggas is always spending money on that stuff, no matter if what yeah, the economy's doing. No matter what, you ain't lying. Niggas always want to get fucked up. Economy oh, bad, fucked up. Economy good, let's get fucked up. Use is in that business. True. Those businesses right there, sex and drugs, man. Now fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Hey Medina, send me you that. You think I'm bro. ever gonna be able to sell as many I'm a, books I'm a, I'm a, I'm as you DM sell weed? Right I'm never gonna be able to sell as many books no. as you can sell weed. No, this is true. You know the thing. The, the only problem with selling weed that they're working on fixing right now is the fact that you can't put the money into a bank. So what they have to do is they have to create banks that are that are insured. Kind of like I don't want them. they got to do bonds. I don't want them to do yeah, that. You know why? I don't hey, want but them I to know do you that. like cash. Because they can control <laughs> their shit. Well, well, when they do that, everyone's going to have to pay taxes. Well, well right well, now, they're already paying you taxes. don't have to pay taxes they're already on that. It's well, no, nah, yeah. they're already paying taxes. It's, it's two setups. It's two setups. It's medical marijuana and it's recreational, but. So right now in states that are fully recreational, medical marijuana is still in full effect. So if, if you if you get recreational, bud, you're paying a heavy tax on that shit. Heavy. Uh-huh. But if you do if you do medical, it's it's low to no taxes. Like in Florida right now, it's no taxes for medical marijuana. But in five mm-hmm. years, recreational come about. The recreational crowd they finna he- get heavy heavy taxes. That's mm-hmm. kind of how it goes right now. That's where it is. That's what, see, now, and, and it makes sense. It, it makes sense when they do it but like I'm that. If you want to have fun, the minute you more. I got it. The bro. minute I'm gonna send it to Jonathan. 
I got it too. I just got it. The minute that uh they allow you to put that money in the bank, everyone getting taxed. No, we already putting it in the bank, man. They're trying to come up with the Safe Banking Act. Yeah, there's a there's they're trying to come up with something called the Safe Banking Act, mm-hmm. which is a, a, a safe and secure in, uh, enforcement banking act, right? So it's that last e enforcement that shit was what made me all cautious about it. But but the thing is, it's only certain banks that'll work with you, and they have tremendous fees and shit like that. Exactly so because just, they gotta have because got they gotta be bonded. They gotta be yeah, bonded. That's what I'm it's high risk. They call it high risk. They making a I killing. They making a killing because yeah, they, they yeah, calling it high risk. Big ass fact. You just told are, are y'all me that y'all are charging <laughs> crazy <laughs> fees to oh, put it shit. in the bank. That's a tax. Hey, 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 look. We, we, it is a tax. It's a luxury tax. That's a tax. That's a luxury yes. tax. Yes. It's a luxury tax, dog. Hey, we gonna get cut yeah. off in a minute. That's our show, man. We got, I yo, agree. we really got to have a discussion about this for another show, man. Yo, we're going to be in Memphis right. on the second. Make sure make sure y'all go to makemorecommerce.com. Make sure you go to jonahbay.com. We're going to be in Texas coming up. Um, Absolutely. I don't know what those dates are when you get that drop down. And I don't Hope know if y'all going to Memphis. I new flyers for of our course. shows. Of course. We're going to be in Memphis. Hey, Joe. Absolutely. You know that's my old topic ground. I mean, for, for um, yo, Tennessee. I, I have the flyer. Yeah, I have, I have the flyer ASAP. Um, it's already ready to go. All right. We got that. We got that handle. So, yeah, yeah, we're gonna be in Memphis though on the second, man. Jonah Bay and, and myself. So yeah, mm-hmm. we out. I might have to send my partner over there just to record it for me, man. Cause that, cause I can't miss this shit, man. Y'all ain't coming back to Miami reco- till like next we year. We don't record them. Yeah. Gonna Damn. Be- you gonna make me catch the one day flight for real? Uh, uh, we out hey, here. Yo, hey, y'all stay yo, up, man. Man, appreciate you, dog. All right, peace, dog. Yes, sir. Hey, hey Jonah, thank you, bro. Appreciate you coming in, bro. Good combo oh, with you. No we out of here. Stay that. Peace. All right, man. Make sure y'all tune in tomorrow, Jonah Bay, on Monday. Uh, go to yes, Jonah. Yes, sir. Fuck it. Uh, not uh, on. Where, where they go? Jonah. Jonah Bay. Just go to Jonah Bay Radio. Yeah, Jonah Bay Radio. I always. Yeah, there we go. Jonah Bay Radio, man. All right, peace. We out. Peace. Peace.